It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Randy Lemon does not necessarily endorse any of the products or services advertised on this program. Welcome in. Welcome back. This is the Garden Line. I am Randy Lemon. That is Callum Reed over there. By the way, Callum, I forgot to tell you earlier. Good job. I don't know what you figured out, but great job this morning. <laughs> Saved my bacon, I'll tell you that right now. 713-212-KTRH. There's already people trying to call in. How badly do you need to ask your question first thing this morning? That's good. We're all game for that. Topics of conversation, all that have that we can clarify several things on, but have all been semi-explained on Facebook, which is another reason why, if you're not following us on Facebook, you need to go do that this morning. It also will help us eclipse the 35,000 mark on followers. That's pretty spectacular. I'm very proud of that. Didn't know we'd be there. If you go even back two years ago, I would have never thought we'd be at that rate, and and when we first started this thing, I thought it'd be kind of cool to have 5,000 people. So, And I mean followers. This isn't just likes. <clears throat> uh, I detest the people who have to pay to get a certain number of likes. And it's all kind of hooey because they're not really following you. Well, we have more followers than likes. That's big. And we have more followers than most radio stations themselves throughout this region so this little niche radio show known as garden line uh we do a lot on facebook for appropriate reasons let's just go through some of these things that we have covered but maybe you're not following us on facebook but you would have had an early answer you can still do follow-up questions we love follow-up questions but we've talked about and i will emphasize this point a lot today if it dries out, when it dries out, get out there and do a round of pre-emergent herbicide. But Randy, you say that the schedule is... Fem- yes, that schedule is flexible. It's fluid sometimes when the weather permits. This is one of those years, a warmer than normal January. We've had some springish-like weather. We've had some 75 and 79 and 80 degree highs. And with these little light rains, things are wanting to grow. And I know a lot of you already have a prolific amount of weeds. You should still get out and do the pre-emergent herbicide a couple weeks earlier than normal. You can always kill the broadleaf weeds when they come up as a post-emergent herbicide. That's one serious subject matter. The other one, most recently, was about the pine needles. I was a little 
I was a little taken back by some of the comments in there in a good way, but how many people really didn't know that pine needles were a really good mulch choice for us here? I guess if you lived in certain parts of Georgia and certain parts of Louisiana, you've already known how good pine needles are as a mulch. But I wrote that piece as the Friday profile after having gone to this luncheon for the ground up and they were showing which bale of pine needles they market, which is the neat, clean way to do pine needles. And the reason, uh, the, all, the other reason I wrote it is because the previous week I did a write-up on what landscapers should be telling customers as to why they don't need dyed mulch. Be the wise landscaper. Don't be the greedy. Don't be the scam-like landscaper out there and putting dyed mulch out just because the customer says they want dark mulch. There's ways to convince them of other things, and one of those alternatives is pine needles. Well, I've written about that for years, but it was interesting when I did the discussion on what landscapers should be telling customers. There was several comments like, well, well, oh, no, it was like the several comments were, well, Randy, there's always pine needles. Like, I've never talked about pine needles. <laughs> it's like, like, they're good Samaritans. They're trying to teach Randy that uh, pine needles are a good choice, too, out there, folks. Well, so I said, you know what? I'm going to cover that base really quickly because I like the way those pine needles were packaged. And there's other packaged pine needles out there at different nurseries, garden centers, feed stores. Just be willing to use it. All right. All right, so with that said, let's get things started by giving out the phone number for the first time this morning. Uh, we'll get to, apparently, Adrian in Mont Bellevue, the very first caller, did not figure he had more than one minute to hold on hold for his question. Either that or he's got a bad phone and he got knocked off. But, but poor Callum, the process took the first call, processed it, got it up on the board, and they've already hung up. Sorry, I've got things I need to talk about first before we just jump right into the calls, but Adrian is going to be the beneficiary of that with uh, and Adrian's in Mont Bellevue. 713-212-KTRH. 713-212-5874. So here's a list of things just on Facebook to kind of give you an idea of why you need to follow us there. That they're just been really um, class participation's been huge on them. The pre-emergent herbicide discussion, the pine needle discussion, uh, Rose Rosette disease. We finally have uh, heard about our first diagnostic. What are they? They they found it one place in the woodlands recently. We're gonna go deep into that tomorrow with uh, Gay Hammond from the Rose Society. Uh, easy succulents. I want you to see how beautiful and colorful these easy succulents are. Want to be a purple Martin landlord? We've talked about that, and of course, there's a lot of discussion in there in the last two weeks about the book. It will be ready for the home and garden show next saturday one week from today the sugarland home and garden show um and then it'll be on the retail market the monday thereafter as soon as i can get it to all these places it's going to take a week to get it everywhere in southeast texas but that means it's starting on the 27th through the 30th everybody's going to start having it and when i say everybody everybody that participates with this garden line program if they're an advertisement if they're an advertiser if they're a garden line uh partner Somehow, some way, we'll go through that list towards the end of the program today. Who will have it very first day, January 27th? So I'm excited about that. We will talk about that if you want to as well. At 713-212-KTRH, all your questions about every single one of those topics you need follow up. We're here for that today. And here comes Adrian in Mont Bellevue. Good morning, Adrian. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good. How can we help you? Yes, sir. Um, actually, I'm over here in Nederland right now, but my, my wife's favorite flowers, and I may be pronouncing it wrong, 
One is the Spanish word, Teresitas. And I think they're pansies. But um, I would really like to advise on how to grow them properly, when to plant them, and stuff like that. Uh, and the second, the second part flower, she loves those hydrangeas. I just can't keep them alive long enough. You know, they bloom once and then they die on me. I just needed advice on those two flowers. Okay, the the flowering plant, more so like a pansy. Then your key to success is making sure you. You, you have planted it in the right kind of soil. Everything garden success here starts with the soil. Are you doing the right thing soil-wise to uh, make sure these are going to work? So if you're doing it in the landscape, obviously you need like a base of rose soil out there, a really good, healthy rose soil. We'll talk about several of those varieties throughout the morning. But make sure you get to – see, your mom, Bellevue. Where do you do your garden shopping? And don't tell me I a big box the- store. No, no big box store, sir. That is against uh, anything I believe. Okay, good. But, uh, <laughs> so but, you, uh, I go you, down if you've got a, a place that we've talked about, you should be able to get some healthy rose soil. All right? Okay. And that's that's where you start everything with. On the hydrangeas, it's got to be an acid-rich, enriched type of rose and azalea soil. And people make that as well. And that, we're talking about 10 to 12 inches deep. We're making raised beds. If you do hydrangeas in the existing soil, any way, shape, or form, one-third existing soil, one-half existing soil, if you're trying to do it in the existing soil, it's never going to work here. They are a very delicate root system that has to have a good 10 to 12-inch raised bed so that the root systems can move laterally like roses and azaleas like to do as well. And then we are going to make sure we maintain a certain pH on that soil because that's what hydrangeas thrive on. Awesome. I appreciate it. I love your show. I always oh, one more, one more quick little inside oh. secret on the flowering one. Uh, invest okay. in something like Color Express, uh, Nelson's Color Star, any of what we consider the slow-release blooming plant foods. All right. I appreciate your time, and y'all, y'all have a blessed day. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, Carolyn, right. hang tight. You will be up next. I uh, want to make sure we give you plenty of time for that. Uh, there's lots of areas we can cover, lots of areas we have covered. We don't mind doing follow-up questions on things that we have recently gone into detail about, especially on our weekly email tips or Facebook posts. Uh, but also make sure you let our uh, producer, Callum, Callum Reed right there, know that you, you've got to follow up on certain subject matters. It helps us kind of attack, attack the information on whether you're a first-time listener. We need to do that. You, we, you and I have never done that together. I did it with Joey a couple of times. It was fascinating, Callum. Might have to do it tomorrow. Right now, I know we're just going to be really busy with all kinds of information today, but here's the thing we need to do one time. Everybody has to tell you where they are on the list of Garden Line listeners. Am I brand new? Am I less than a year? Am I, you know, have I been doing it for five to ten years? Have I been doing it for 20-plus years that Randy's been on Garden Line? It is fascinating to see the wide array of listeners, callers that are in that category. And it also helps us, you know, understand that someone who's brand new to the area, brand new to Garden Line, the radio show, would you know ask a question like uh what kind of fertilizer you recommend for the lawn around here randy (laughs) so yeah not that i i have never mentioned that in the last 24 years but it's kind of fun uh also you're going to have a very busy spring this year callum yourself since you're almost a year into this you're going to know really well how um 
to send people to the fertilization schedule who are first timers to all of this garden line discussion. So much to talk about today. I'll go through that list uh, about every half hour, all these kind of interesting subject matters that I think are worth getting into follow up questions around about just like we've talked about uh, in the last what? 10 minutes we've been on the air. This is the Garden Line on News Radio 740 KTRH. Your bountiful garden and Randy's sage advice. Like two peas in a pod. Is it possible to shovel any more garden puns into one sentence? Only on Garden Line. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Callum, if uh, you get a second, I'm going to talk a little bit about Plants for All Seasons because I want to. <laughs> and if you can, find out where Carolyn's from in case we need to know where to send her for any kind of product or that kind of stuff. And that gives me a minute here for Plants for All Seasons. I had a great texting and email conversation with Sherry. Uh, Sherry Harris, she's kind of the head lady in charge over there at Plants for All Seasons. Her dad started the nursery back in the 1970s and uh, her and her three siblings, one other sister, two brothers, all adults now, all have a hand in the nursery operation and the garden center operation. But I was asking her a question. I know she's a huge fan of a couple of different products that we're trying to figure out a way to introduce to you folks this spring. And we will. Um, but I needed to get I needed to educate myself as to why people like Sherry Hara and her sister, Kelly, and you know her dad, Victor, and her twin brothers that they all work in the nursery. They're all huge fans of some of these products that you've not heard about on garden line, but you shall in the coming year. And it was great. I, I really got to hear the passion, even though we're writing to each other, you could see, read the, you know, kind of hear through that writing, the passion voice that this product is what helps make beginner gardeners successful right away. And I love that. It's like, when you make them successful right away, and I did cover this a little bit in the uh, the book coming up, the, then you, you've got them hooked. They're going to want to be into gardening. You, know, you have people that have poor soils. They get from big box stores and the wrong plants, like the wrong fruit trees. This is something that I talked about in the book. When you have people plant the wrong fruit trees for this area because maybe they required more chill hours or they weren't slightly freeze tolerant because they got it at a big box store who gets their trees on a national basis for all the other different regions. Well, we're very specific in our fruit tree growing around here. That's why we make such a big deal about the fruit tree sales. And so I love the, her passion about that. And it really kind of got to me and I was like, well, now I can't wait to start talking about at least one of these products coming up so you can go get that passion on a daily basis if you need a garden center that has the right stuff we'll make sure you get the right stuff in your hand and the right plants so you succeed right away and that's the beauty of plants for all seasons they're at 249 just south of jones road they're online at plantsforallseasons.com 249 just south of jones road and 
plantsforallseasons.com. Go give them a look-see today. It is one of those. I don't care if it's raining. They've, they're covered areas in there. If it's a drizzly day, it's still a great day to get to a mom-and-pop, independently owned and operated garden center like Plants for All Seasons. 249, just south of Jones Road. Worth the trip no matter where you're coming from. Carolyn, Centerville, good morning. Good morning. I'm having an issue which I think is lawn burrweed. It looks like little tiny parsley with little spikes underneath. Uh, that's what I, I think it is. I have acres of it around my house, and I'm afraid to use weed and feed. It did take care of it a couple of years ago, but I'm concerned about the oaks and sassafras and trees getting harmed by it. My granddaughters hate that stuff. It hurts their paws. So how how can I get rid of lawn burrweed without hurting the trees? You probably are dealing with really what's called nettle, stinging nettle. If it okay. if it's painful and people walk on it and it's short like parsley. Burrgrass yes. is taller, you know, it can be like eight inches oh. tall and have the oh, burrs wow. on it. No, it looks like miniature parsley. Okay, that's stinging ground. nettle. It's already coming up. The good news is the broadleaf weed killers that we talk about and have talked about year in and year out, and I'm glad you don't want to use weed and feed because they are dangerous to the tree's root system. I'm shocked you used it one time already if you've listened to this program. Anybody that listens to this program knows that, you know, shame on you. Hold out your hands. You're getting spanked if you ever use weed and <laughs> feeds with atrazine in this region. It okay. is horrific to the environment. Horrific oh, gosh. to the environment. Okay. Horrific to the environment. If anybody's still using weed and feed and listen to this program, let me say it again. It is horrific to the environment. You just don't know it. All right. Got that off my chest. <sighs> Take a deep breath. <laughs> so just when we start talking about the broadleaf weed killers, and I'll, you'll be the first one I get to mention this on today, we're still in the cool season herbicide mode. All right. So, you know, the, the broadleaf weed killers that are good for the cool season are things like Bonide Weed Beater Ultra. Just make sure you add surfactant. If it's uh, something like uh, Fertilone Weed Free Zone, just make sure you add the surfactant. It will burn away a lot of that stinging nettle. And, you know, just make sure when anything gets mowed for the next few mowings that it's bagged up. So we're sort of quarter, sort of vacuuming up some of the potential weed seeds from that plant. Okay. Now, I would get a pre-emergent herbicide out, like, immediately, so that those okay. seeds that are being thrown in the next two weeks, whether you kill or not, they won't come back up. All right. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. Stinging nettle. First question of stinging nettle this year. I have a feeling that stinging nettle is going to be a question asked a lot over the next two months Callum, just kind of like statistical, give you a heads up on that. That stinging nettle obviously uh, have more weeds this year than I've ever seen before because of the weather. And because, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to throw us under the bus on this, but I could have, would have, should have told you guys two weeks ago to put out a pre-emergent herbicide. I don't know that it would have helped as much as you probably think it could have. The pre-emergent herbicide that was necessary to keep these early January weeds from emerging would have been done in November. So if you didn't do a pre-emergent herbicide or if it got washed away in November and you want to, now you want to know why your weed <laughs> infestation is as bad as it looks this year, you can blame it on a lot of things, weather related 
weather wise. So if you want to keep a ton of other weed seeds, knowing this is going to be a prolific year for weeds, follow our advice. Get our weekly email tip. We've covered it. We covered it this past Thursday. Get your pre-emergent herbicide down ASAP. It the good news by doing it this early, as opposed to waiting till mid-February, like we normally would with normal weather, is that we are going to get a another pre-emergent herbicide in on the schedule. It allows us that opportunity. You can't use pre-emergent herbicide more than a few times in a year. So we're going to get that few times in here, mid-late January. We're going to do it again in March. We need about 60 days in between applications, kind of on a bare minimum. And then we can get another one done by May, end of May. And get us through the summer, and then we just get back on the normal schedule by doing it in October, November. That's all on the fertilization schedule. The normal three are February, May, October, November. October, November being either or. Uh, that month you choose. So, so much to talk about today on all these kind of issues that, yes, we mentioned earlier that we've covered in grand detail on Facebook and our weekly email tips. So, one, get signed up for our free weekly email tips at ktrh.com. It's pretty easy today. Just click on my face while I'm on the air. It takes you to the garden line page in the upper right-hand part of the screen. It says, you know, sign up for the free weekly email tips. Uh, then we will also repost those on Facebook, and we do a lot of new posts on Facebook. So you need to go to Facebook and not just like, but follow, follow us garden line with Randy lemon on Facebook and look at all those areas we've covered in just the past week, pre-emergent herbicide, the pine needles is a mulch alternative, rose rosette disease, easy succulents, be a purple Martin landlord and everything having to do with the book and the Sugarland home and garden show coming up next weekend. So one week from today, Saturday, the 25th and Sunday, the 26th, the Sugarland Home and Garden Show. More details on that when we come right back. Garden Line, where we're pushing up daisies, but smell as fresh as the day we were born. Morning, everyone. Welcome back. This is the Garden Line on News Radio 740 KTRH. This, call this a coincidence of timing. I don't know, but so in trying to have a little bit of tongue-in-cheek moment with Carolyn, talking about weed and feeds, even though her question was mostly about what turned out to be stinging nettle, not birdgrass. Um, I just happened to finally look at some of the Garden Line Facebook posts. People thinking, you know that they're going to get their answer question answer quickly in Facebook posts. You don't, first of all, I don't sit on Facebook answering all the responses 24 seven. That's impossible with 35, almost now 35,000 followers. It is just impossible to go through every reaction, every post. Um, I love the fact that we have a lot of people that will participate. And I, I highly encourage those of you following, if you know the answer to some of these posts and follow-ups, get in there participate this is good class participation but i did see a, a post on the visitors post from 14 hours ago from a kyle who lives in pearland listens to the show almost every saturday and just love it but then his question with a picture is right there and i'm at kyle are you sure you listen to this program he's using dyed mulch 
like nobody's business. Wants to know what the problem is that's obviously emanating from the dyed mulch. That's not even the issue. I'm wondering whether to post this picture. Forget the saprophytic fungus that's oozing because it's just on the fence and it's not like suffocating any plants. But one of the great things about this picture is it really does show that another reason to never use dyed mulch is whenever there's leaves falling, anything, somebody calls it the, what do they call it? The black what effect? The black car effect. The black car effect. You know your car is dirty instantaneously when you have a paint, black paint on a car because it shows all the dirt immediately. Well, so black dyed mulch shows every little problem immediately. Whether you see a fire, you know, we talked about this last weekend. When you see a fire ant man emanating, you see it quicker in a black uh, black dyed mulch. Is That could be actually the one positive because you know you need to kill it. But most people that have black dyed mulch, they don't ever get out and kill ants anyway. So all these brown leaves are on this dyed mulch and it just looks horrible. It's just not a good natural look. That was what we got into last weekend, like in detail. It just doesn't look natural at all. But every one of his problems is emanating from the black dyed mulch. So I ask, you sure you listen to this program? <laughs> so I think I'm going to take this picture a little bit later on this morning and post it just for the, I don't need help. He's already got his answer. I told him what to do with the con sand. And try to wash this away. But he's going to keep having these problems. He's going to have these issues with the black dyed mulch. So, Kyle, Pearland, you need to get rid of that dyed mulch. We got into a little tit for tat on Facebook with this the other day. Somebody, I, A guy who called himself an organic landscaper gave some, I consider, the worst advice possible to somebody who has dyed black dyed mulch. Because the guy read that. Here are the five tips you give to landscapers that landscapers should give to customers on why you as a customer should ever even ask for dyed mulch. Here are the five reasons why. And um, so somebody got in there and go, okay, so I got it. What do I do now? We've always said get rid of as much as possible. We know you're not going to be able to get all of it. There's, there's no rhyme. Well, I'm not trying to be so stringent it says 100 percent has to come out or the world's going to come to an end but you've got to get rid of as much as possible if you leave 10 percent behind then we cover that up with a really good organically driven mulch and when you want to repair an area like that you should use compost as your mulch repairing an old dyed mulch area use compost as your mulch at least for the next year a couple applications for the next year some guy who claims to be an organic landscaper said Covered up a thin layer of cedar mulch on top of that will do the trick. What? Are you kidding me? You've now covered up the problem. The problem's not going away because you still have that couple of la- couple inch layer of dyed mulch that's got to break down and keeps breaking down and ruining the soil with the dye. And of course, it's the horrible wood. It, so this picture that I am probably going to post later is a per example. Look, they're just big chunks of wood. There's no composted element to this dyed mulch. It shows all the fallen leaves nearby and everything. It just kind of stands out. Look at these leaves. And uh, the saprophytic fungus that's climbing all over the fence area emanates from that. Saprophytic fungus in and of itself is like little bits of it. It's not a huge problem. But when you have it spewing forth because there's a little pocket of organic matter that wants to come forth and it spews that much. Imagine all that around the base of a plant when you do see this picture later on. 
this morning. But how can you call yourself an organic landscaper if you encourage somebody to just cover it up with some cedar mulch? That does nothing. Just hides the problem. The problem's going to exist, persist. All right, so Kyle. Kyle, 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 Kyle. Are you sure you listen to this program every Saturday? <laughs> that is a horrible example and, and a perfect example of Two, three, four reasons, just looking at the picture, why you should never use dyed mulch here. I'm glad I got that off my chest. All right, here's... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our phone number is 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. I also would like to, uh, there's somebody I want to talk to on Facebook that said, Randy's new book is out. According to Google, it was released 115. Uh, who? What? You may be reading something from four years ago, but the book doesn't have its coming out party until next Saturday, January 25th. Um, no one else is publishing slash producing it but me, Randy Lemon Consulting. So I never published anything online that said January 15th. I appreciate you, Dan, by the way, Dan Butler. I really appreciate you wanting to get your hands on the book really quick. But the last question says, where can I buy it? I said I'd go through this when we came back from the news break. Every Ace Hardware store that's part of the Greater Houston Ace Retailer Group will have it between the week of 27th through the 30th. So January 27th through the 30th. There are some Ace Hardware stores that are closer to my house than others. So uh, once I start doing the distribution, those will have it first. Then as the week progresses, by the end of the week, January 30th, every Ace Hardware store in the region, minus the ones in the Golden Triangle, We'll have it. The Golden Triangle will likely have theirs the next Tuesday because that's when they get their shipment from the Nitro Falls Warehouse. And so you have to wait till they get their shipment one week later. But everybody else that is part of the Greater Houston Ace Retailer Group, if it's on the website, acehardwaretexas.com, that's acehardwaretexas.com. And you go to that map. Everybody that's on that map will have a box of the books for sale. Now, Moving forward, if they sell their first box quickly, unless they reorder from me, and there are there's a percentage, I want to say there's about a 30% mark of those 35 stores that will never reorder because they don't even, they don't know who I am. <laughs> and they just happen to be part of the Greater Houston Ace Retailer Group. But the other two-thirds of the stores that know Garden Line, follow the Garden Line fertilization schedule, make sure they have all those products in all the time. Those are the stores that will, whenever they run out of the book, they'll reorder. And they'll know exactly how to reorder. We're making that very efficient and quick for them this go-around. Uh, some of these uh, Ace Hardware stores are so prolific at selling the book that they will immediately order several boxes, not just the one that they get for being a sponsor of the book. Does that make sense? That also means that nurseries, garden centers that we talk about, I mean, just mentioned Plants for All Seasons. We have people like the Arbor Gate. Uh, you know, the Enchanted Forest and Enchanted Gardens, Ma's Nursery, Buchanan's, 
Uh, if you hear us talking about them, you know, in detail, of course, well, you know, we shower our affection all over them because of these great independent nurseries and garden centers. They will have the book somewhere between the 27th and 30th as well. And last but not least, the feed stores. You have uh, several feed stores that we do endorsements for, and they will have uh, the book right away as well. I mean, right off the top of my bat, obviously D&D feed because they're right by my house. Uh, also Spring Creek feed. They'll have theirs um, probably on the 27th, if not the 28th, for sure, because they are close by. Any other feed store you hear us talking about. There's a lot of other hardware stores and uh, there's a lot of other nurseries and garden centers that don't necessarily do endorsement advertising on Garden Line that will have the book as well. It's another great reason to follow us on Facebook because as the list keeps growing, as they get delivered, we will keep building upon that list and we'll keep that updated on Facebook as well. So I'm Dan, I would love to know where you got the January 15th recommendation but <coughs> or reference. I would like to see that and maybe go in and correct it, but for sure, the coming out party for the book, and the book is called New Decade Gardening, Gulf Coast Guide. New Decade Gardening, a Gulf Coast Guide. Very beautiful cover. More colorful cover than we've ever had on any book since Gulf Coast Gardening. Um, I think you're going to like it. Yes, we're really proud. We're looking forward to it, but it's going through its printing process right now. I was hoping to have a, a box or two just for the blanks and giggles of it on Monday evening, but I will definitely have my first stash Tuesday morning, all through Tuesday, and then they'll be delivered to my storage. And then I'll start the distribution. Uh, definitely secretly on that Thursday and Friday before the home and garden show, but I'm not going to tell everybody where to get it until the Sugarland home and garden show has run its course, because that will be the first opportunity to buy the book. And you're, I will go through the details on the deal that's within that as we get closer to the nine o'clock hour today and definitely talk about it tomorrow. And then, <coughs> excuse me, I'm allergic to something today at the studio. And then Saturday, the 25th, Sunday, the 26th, the book will be for sale at the Sugarland home and garden show. If that doesn't answer your question, then give us a call and we'll see if we can clarify anything having to do with the new book. We're going to take a quick little break. We got Chris, Chris in Luis. I don't know where that is, but we'll figure out where Chris is calling from in just a moment. 713-212-KTRH. The Mayflower may have brought the pilgrims, but on Garden Line, Mayflowers are brought on by April showers. Historical advice from one Randy Lemon. What is this song, Callum? Morning, Mr. Radio. Morning, little Cheerios. Morning, Sister Oreo. Did I tell you everything is fine? I don't think I've heard this song in 30 years. What year did that come out? That had to be like late 1970s. You would say 80 something? Yeah. I know. I heard it the other day. I, I recognized the intro, but I was like, I couldn't tell you what the lyrics were going to be. But you're right, until he started singing. Just <laughs> it's happy. Hey, uh, fun morning on Garden Line. We haven't gotten a call from Houston proper. You know, KTRH is based in Houston. We talk about Houston gardening, Gulf Coast gardening, but you think about this region being Houston, all of it being Houston. But we haven't had a call from Houston proper yet. Even if they said, you know, Memorial Area or Spring Branch. We haven't had a call from Houston proper yet. 
we've been in Mont Bellevue. We've been uh, we're going about to go to Luis, which is near El Campo. I just learned Centerville. That's kind of fun. I love that when that happens on Garden Line on the weekends. But we have lines open. If you don't mind calling right now, you'll have to get in a hold during the news, weather, and traffic break. But that means you'll be the first ones up during hour number two, and we'll take you all the way till ten o'clock. So we do it for four hours on Saturday and four hours on Sunday more gardening information than any other market in the United States on a per hour basis in the United States. We have more hours of gardening radio than any other radio station in the continental United States. 713-212-KTRH. Hence, we are the most listened to gardening show in all of the state of Texas. Period. Boom. (laughs) Exclamation point. 713-212-KTRH. K-T-R-H. A quick note here, and then we'll get to Chris in Luis, Texas. Um, I know the weather is showing us almost spring-like conditions, but it's still January. It is still okay, and February, okay to have the major tree pruning done. You don't want to wait till, you know, May, June, July. You definitely don't want to do it in June, July, August, September. Okay? Those are the four or five months you never want to do the major pruning. But even though things have warmed up, it is still fair game to do the major pruning on the trees, and that's why we recommend affordable tree service. 713-699-2663. 713-699-2663. Tell them you want that Randy Lemon deal. They do the pruning. You pay for the pruning. You get the deep root feeding at no additional cost. 713-699-2663. Speaking of the book, they'll be one of the first ones to get the book, too, because they're a sponsor page. And that means that customers in the future with affordable tree service, when you get your tree work done, you will get a copy of New Decade Gardening. Here's Chris and Louise. Where exactly is Louise, Chris? Good morning, Randy. We're on Highway 59 south of Houston, kind of in between Houston and Victoria near El Campo. You know, as many times I've been that far down on 59 in all my years, I have never noticed a town called Louise. You'll miss us. We're uh, we're pretty small. We've got less than a thousand population, and uh, we're just a, a tight, close community there, tucked off. Cool. The well, what can we bit. help you with this morning in Louise, Texas? Well, I've got a question about gardening on a budget. If you could recommend me, and I know it's kind of like a double-edged sword question, but uh, I've got regular carpet grass. I've got uh, some hibiscus out in the flower beds, and I really don't have a horrible problem with weeds, but I want to kind of keep them under control in the yard. If you could recommend me one product to put out to get the most bang out of my buck, what would it be to to put out? Compost. Compost is a top dressing. Compost is a mulch. Compost is a light feed. We have so many really good compost on the market now. This is kind of strange. And uh, I talk about uh, references to the book a lot. Uh, We did this new chapter called 10 Best and 10 Worst Things to Happen to Us Horticulturally. And uh, the best thing. Number one, compost, compost, compost. 30 years ago, compost wasn't what it is now. It's it's highly screened. It's more refined. It's packed with all kinds of great nutrients, all kinds of great microbial activity. So if you use it as a top dressing on the yard, you're making sure you're a little weed free and you're making sure you have the healthiest soil. The healthier the soil, the healthier the grass, the more best defense it is against weeds in the future. Same thing for landscape beds that just maybe need to be refreshed. Instead of using a mulch, use compost as your mulch and you get a slow feeding process, a microbial activity in there. And even on containerized plants, let's 
for the sake of this argument, because you hear the music, we're going to run out of time. Let's say a hibiscus is in a pot, and you, know, you don't really, it's so big, you don't want to change it out anymore. Well, you start using compost as your top dressing on that for an inch, and it's slowly feeding that soil, improving that soil, and being a protectant against weeds in the pot. So the answer to your specific question, I love the way you asked it, is compost. What's the most cost-effective thing you can do? Become friends with these high-end compost, and I think it's going to be great for you. Welcome back. Um, kind of follow-up also and just a, a request to Chris, who was in Louise, Texas. If you need any more follow-up, please feel free to give us a call. I didn't realize we were up against the clock. I kind of looked at it thinking we had uh, a good five-minute chunk, and it turned out we didn't. Uh, and so you could hear the music in the background. I was kind of wrapping things up with him, and I know he got the message on the compost. If there's um, one all-purpose plant food on the liquid side so that you can saturate potted plants that you can get plants established with um i remember writing a piece many years ago i need to redo it because it's kind of changed and some of these elements have changed but one that wouldn't is what are must-have products if you're listening to garden line what are like three must-have products you got to have on hand one of them really in particular is medina has to grow liquid plant food it's a 6126 we use it as a transplant solution for every potted plant, for foliar and saturating that soil. It is a, it is the best. It's been around for a long time. It's organically driven. And think about all the great uses. And you really can't burn plants with it. Um, don't use more than the recommended dosage. But even if you do just a little bit, don't worry. You're not going to burn anything because it's organic nature. All right. But micro, oh my God, uh, Medina 6126, right? That's Medina has to grow liquid plant food, and it's available everywhere. I am. Uh, I just did a request with the Medina company to get a bunch of soil activator as prizes for people who buy two or more books. Not next weekend, but for future appearances and home and garden shows. I already got my prizes set for this coming Saturday at the Sugarland Home and Garden Show. I'll tell you all about that as well. In a few moments, we're kind of got to I told you this hour, we'll kind of go through the deal on the book. Maybe wait till the night. I'm going to wait till the nine o'clock hour to do that. I just want to get all these questions in. And by the way, Beth and Lake Jackson, she's there. Uh, if you want to get in behind Beth, uh, we got a clear board behind Beth. We we're very busy the first hour. Let's stay as completely busy this second hour as we were with the questions. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713 713- 2125874 when i get done with best question though i'm going to go through this list of things that we can and should be talking about in terms of follow ups to all the things we posted on facebook lately just I, and i bring all this up because 
it shows you why it's important to follow us and listen to the radio show. We are not a 24-hour, seven days a week email answering service, nor are we uh, answering 24-7 all the posts and follow-ups on Facebook, but we are here right now for question after question. More hours than any other gardening shows allowed in the United States of America, so we can answer your question in due time right now between now and 10 o'clock and then again tomorrow morning, 6 to 10 a.m. Plus, we got the Sugarland Home Garden Show. Talk about some great one-on-one time. We get to talk about things we never get to talk about on the air. We get to say things, and I'm not talking curse words. We get to say things about product services <laughs> that uh, no one should ever deal with here in the Houston area. But we get to talk about that one-on-one. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Privately, because it's not on the air. Does that make sense? It's kind of a fun aspect. And I, when I'm getting talking to these seminar groups, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to tell you something you'll never hear me say on the air. And I'll explain why. When we do these seminars, when people come up and talk to you one-on-one at these home and garden shows, at the appearances. So this is all happening at breakneck speed right now with the book coming out. I've been uh, booking book signings. I have been booking appearances. And we got a lot coming up. We actually have some openings, uh, just a couple in April and a couple in May still left on the Saturdays after the show. So if you're a retail garden center, feed store, ace hardware store, and you're looking to do something with us, want us there right after the show for an appearance, um, you'll have to talk through our marketing people. You can start by asking me questions on email. Uh, don't ask those kind of questions via Facebook because we don't. I personally don't see every stinking Facebook post out there. I mean, say post, every comment on every post. I know what posts are happening. But I don't have the time to go through every, every, every comment and question that might be in every comment line. I just don't have that kind of time. Um, Otherwise, I'd be doing it way more than 24-7. Does that make sense? All right, we'll explain a little bit about that when we come back. Here's our phone number, 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. But back to the Medina thing. So I know I'll have some samples starting in... February, like February 1st, moving forward through the spring until we run out. I'll have samples of the Medina has to grow to give away. We do that. We usually give like four to six little bottles of that away um, at a time. I will also have some Medina soil activator and Medina Plus and uh, quart-sized bottles for you to experiment with us. At the Sugarland Home and Garden Show, I know for a fact I've got several nitrofoss four pound jug flavors out there so i'll give you the exact flavors when we get to the sugarland home and garden show i've also got a bonide product i need some people to help experiment with me and it's their version of a uh, all seasons uh you can use it any time of the year horticultural agricultural oil and the reason i think that's going to be important is at listening to a couple of experts in the industry for those people that have no desire to get anywhere behind the use of malathion because it smells so bad, even though it is a great product on scale insect, there is finally an organic way to control the scale. 
and mealybugs with this horticultural oil. And I want people that are willing to get give it an experimental try if uh, we can hook you up with that on Saturday at the Sugar Land Home and Garden Show. So much going on. Here's the phone number one more time. We're going to get to Beth, 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Beth in Lake Jackson, good morning. Good morning, Randy. Um, I will start off by saying I am a neophyte gardener, and um, I just have my first um, vegetable garden this summer and I'm doing a fall garden and have gotten beautiful cauliflower and cabbage and I have Brussels sprouts that are growing, but several of them have um, white fuzz that are growing on the underneath, on the very bottom towards the soil. And I'm just curious, is that normal, or is that something that... I, I would need to see about? what that fuzz looks like, Beth, to diagnose okay. that All for right. you, whether it's insect, whether it's fungal disease, or whether it is natural. Um, please take this with the tongue-in-cheek that's firmly going to be cemented here in a second. It's not worth growing Brussels sprouts in Houston. It's it's way too much work for what little production you get at the cost effectiveness of it. It's just, okay. they are so right. much of a pain in the butt of the coal crop. Some people have gotten really good at it. Once you're, you step away from admitting you're a neophyte gardener, one of the things you're going to learn is it's all about the soil. And if you're not really dealing with the perfect soil base for growing Brussels sprouts and other coal crops, you're always going to struggle. And it's going to make you feel like, oh, man, why am I doing this? Uh, you can grow okay. so many other coal crops. You mentioned, you know, from ornamental kale, not ornamental, but kale, the cabbages, the lettuces, the greens, the microgreens. Um, definitely broccoli is very productive, cauliflower. Brussels sprouts falls into that category of coal crops, but it is crazy that work you put into it to get maybe a dozen Brussels sprouts off of it. Not worth it. Okay. Not worth it. All right, but I, I, I appreciate the info. All right, okay. well, thank but, you so much. Love your show. <laughs> this is a perfect example. If you have the ability to take a picture of this thing and – uh, get it to us. Uh, a really easy way to do it while I'm on the air is to get it on the Garden Line Facebook post, the visitors post area. Otherwise, you okay. need to send me an email to the KTRH uh, email address saying, I need permission to send a picture. And once you get a little response back, then you can attach that picture. All right. I will do that. Thank you so much. I appreciate and it. And I would like Have to see what day. you're talking about mm-hmm. because I'd rather get my pair of eyes on it for identification purposes because I'd hate for it to be a fungal disease and you and then give you an insecticide to use. Do you see my point? Right. Sure. Of course. All right. <laughs> Sounds great. Okay. Thank you. All right. Quick All little right, break. Bye-bye. Then we're coming back with Bryce and Tomball and I don't know who, but in Belleville. Again, we, had, we have not had a proper a call from proper Houston yet. Houston proper. Am I saying that right? <clears throat> so that was like Lake Jackson. We got Tomball. We got Belleville coming up. 713-212-KTRH for all the listening region. 713-212-5874. Some fertilizer schedules give you this. Randy's fertilizer schedule also delivers new life and growth, but without the need to save for college tuition. All right, so here are some, just by following us on Facebook, getting our weekly email tip that you may need follow-up questions answered, just shows you how we get into some deep discussions on Facebook, on our weekly email blasts, and our Friday profiles that really do need to be covered, and hopefully it's something you'll follow up with. The pre-emergent herbicide, 
Get busy with it now. Yes, we're doing it earlier than normal this year. Pine needles is a mulch. I've been recommending it for years. I don't know why some people who hear me bashing the dyed mulch go, well, Randy, there's always pine needles. <laughs> I, I would suspect that most people on Facebook that write that, they think they're being good Samaritans. I don't think they live here in Houston. I don't think they live in Southeast Texas and, and actually listen to the radio show would be my guess. Um, Betty White. 98th birthday, we just posted that. What's her key to longevity? The, her key to longevity, I know, know is right there in that picture. <laughs> Rose rosette disease covered. We're going to go through that detail tomorrow when Gay Hammond calls. You want to be a Purple Martin landlord? In other words, it is coming up on Purple Martin season. You want to attract them, and they can be the best natural mosquito control there ever was. The Wild Birds Unlimited, they understand about Purple Martins probably better than anybody because they are Wild Birds Unlimited. They got a lot of stuff to attract the right birds, the right food, the right feed. Uh, I do believe the location on Memorial that we talked about we're going to do an appearance on in February. Um, they are back open for business. They were doing a reconstruction. But today at the Pearland store, they're doing a Purple Martin Landlord discussion. And so that's from 11 to like one o'clock if you want to get on out there for that. Easy succulents for beginners. I got to tell you, I think succulents are just beautiful if you do the nice arrangement. Of course, a few mentions of the book coming out. Very excited about the Sugarland Home and Garden Show. So a lot of reasons to get out there. Full board, let's get after it. Here we go. Am I hitting the right? Oh, you know what? Don't count that for uh, what you think you need to, Callum. I need to make sure this is working right. Bryce and Tomball, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Lemon. Um, I have a question for you. Um, so I have a camellia that I transplanted about two years ago. It's, I don't know, seven, eight foot tall. And it had beautiful white blooms. I think it's white by the gate camellia. I think that's what it's called. But um, this year, nothing. It has tons of buds. Um, I had one flower pop out, and it went away. And then my shishi camellias, they didn't bloom either. Um, it has really never been cold enough for them to really go through the proper cycle. They will still bloom. What I would tell you to do is get out there and do a purposeful feeding on it. And uh, I, I, you... On a big camellia, like you described, it's not worth getting out there and doing the individual bloom treatment they used to do with uh, certain growth hormones. But I would certainly get out there with, like, MicroLife, the acidifier uh, fertilizer, which is a 624, but it's perfect for all the yaya plants, the azalea, camellia, gardenia. So I would, yes, uh, if you're in Tomball, probably need to get to, either, like, the feed stores, uh, Spring Creek feed or D&D feed and ask for the acidifier MicroLife. Okay. And let's give it a kick in the butt. One other thing I would do, whether you get it at whatever feed store, you can get it in a nursery, invest in a bottle of, and it's it's going to last you a long time. Don't worry about this. But invest in a bottle of Super Thrive. And if you'll do oh, that, yeah, yeah, water yeah. in the fertilizer with the Super Thrive mix that you're going to make. That's going to give it okay. a kick in the pants, and that usually makes things that are struggling to bloom bloom very quickly. Okay. Okay? All right. One more thing, man. Um, I've been listening to you since I was, I don't know, 20 years old, and uh, 
I'm actually a landscaper now, and I just want to say thank you because I listen to you every weekend, and just your knowledge about everything is just is just awesome to me. And, I appreciate uh, that. Your check will be in the mail, okay, Bryce? No, no. <laughs> keep, up, keep, keep up the good work, Mr. Lemon. Appreciate it. As a landscaper, do you kind of giggle when uh, I have to tell other landscapers who are using things like dyed mulch to stop doing that? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Don't don't get you started, right? I appreciate that. Uh, I think Super Thrive is going to be your answer along with a purposeful feeding, which we don't normally do on them when they're getting ready to bud, but we need to do a kick in the pants on these things. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Jaime in Belleville is up next. Morning, Jaime. Good morning, sir. I have a friend in Belleville that has some trees, and he said that he was having a problem with something called army worms. And Already? I thought he said army ants. Yeah. Army, really? Yeah, and he asked me what I could do because I, I, I'm a little handyman, do this and that and the other. I'm not anybody's expertise in anything. Okay, I will I give you bit. what you should do as the handyman in this situation. You need to yes, invest sir. in two products, just any liquid insecticide that we can spray up and down the trunk of the tree. Uh-huh. And then I want you to treat all the leaves that are left, if there are any, or up and down, treat any leaves with BT, liquid BT. BT. Liquid. That's an organic yeah. compound that kills only worms and caterpillars. Okay. Then after you do the BT, wait a week, and I'd still come back and spray the outer limbs with any liquid insecticide, and let's knock them out of the tree ASAP. Then okay. in 30 days from the first BT, when we start seeing a bunch of new leaves in 30 days, you need to treat uh-huh. those with BT one more time. With the BT, okay. Now, you say liquid pesticide. You got any suggestions? Uh, any liquid bifenthrin, you know, just anything that you can mix in a pump-up sprayer and you and a ladder okay. can get 30 feet in a tree. Pesticide, okay, great. Okay. And I appreciate you. been listening to you since I was a kid, man. 740 is a blessing to <laughs> I appreciate that. What is, is all these get, people that have been listening so long, they started when they were young, and you do know, Jaime, Bryce, you're just making me feel old, Okay. That's not nice. Seven one three two one two. I do appreciate those comments. Thank you guys. Hi, me Bryce. Uh, y'all just made my day. But y'all stop making me feel older. Okay. I just had a birthday. I don't need that. Seven one three two one two KTRH. Here comes Nikki in the news. Hey mom, how are our talk about the birds and bees is way less awkward. This is Garden Line. Morning, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, we'll get to, it's going to go in this order because they've been there long. It's John in the Woodlands and Edward in Pearland. That means we got those still last couple open lines from Bryce and Jaime open. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Uh, I was talking about the Purple Martins, and I know the Pearland store is doing a specific class for Wild Birds Unlimited today on being a Purple Martin landlord. What I forgot to mention at the tail end, I'll do that right now, is there's a website that you can go to to find the six of the closest of the six locations of Wild Birds Unlimited. It's wbu.com forward slash Houston. wbu.com forward slash Houston. Now, I mean, you're going to hear some paper rustling because I figured I'd give you the date of I know we're going to be doing an appearance for Wild Birds Unlimited on Memorial. That's February 22nd. Wild Birds Unlimited Memorial. They've been doing a reconstruction. 
of the store. They're back open for business, although there's still a little bit of construction going on. But that's where we're going to be doing the Wild Birds Unlimited appearance, February 22nd. So mark your calendar just if you ever wanted to be really good at attracting specific type of birds to your backyard. All right, as promised, here comes John in the Woodlands at 713-212-KTRH. couple lines open. John, good morning. Good morning, Randy. I checked all your uh, Sagal Palm tip sheets, and I didn't hear uh, the condition I'm about to ask you about mentioned in there. Uh, both my Sagal Palms, I have a large one in the front and in the backyard. Both of them this last spring developed this large sphere of uh, deformed fronds that encase... Uh, With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dozens of egg-shaped, I mean, they're they're really the size of an egg, uh, red uh, orb. Well, that's just a seed pocket. That's not anything deformed. That is a female seed head. I see. Okay. Now, I know a lot of plants, once they go to seed, they die. Uh, is this... No. How do I need to... Uh, what do I need to do to treat these things? There's no treatment. You they, Do you have dogs in the house? No. Okay. If you had dogs, I would tell you to make sure you cut away as much of those red seeds as possible and clean up the area because... Those seeds are highly poisonous to, I like to say stupid dogs. Most, most dogs are inherently avoiding that which they, I guess, genetically know is poisonous. Uh, bigger dogs can bite into one and not die from it. Little tiny dogs, they will get really sick if they bite into any of those red seeds. Okay. But yeah. if you don't, then just clean it up whenever you feel like it. Get yourself your Ginsu knife out there and start cutting away at those red seeds and some of that what you thought were deformed fronds that's just the protection casing of the seed head there are male okay. head seeds uh, male seed heads and female the male is uh, innocuous it's uh, inert it's a long tubular very very phallic looking thing that comes out of the the central part and then the female one now having said all that let's take this to a different thing what if you wanted to grow a ton of sago palms go harvest those seeds out and you know, there are ways to propagate these seeds very easily. And you could be like, there's a, there's this, <laughs> I got to say it because he is a total redneck out near my end of the world that uh, up in the Mac, between Magnolia and Tomball that sells Sago palms at his doorstep all the time. And I know what he's doing. He's just go grabbing those seeds and he's propagating them. And of course, you know, he's, he's also got a you know empty toilet out there. <laughs> It's like total redneck. Um, and I just, uh, I got the kick, biggest kick out of it. I know he's selling these things because they're different sizes, and I see when he puts the babies out there, and I know what he's doing. I know he's doing it from the seeds. Yeah, I, I get more pups off of these things than I know what to do with. And so that's not something I would be interested in Well, doing. you might be impressed uh, to see if you just left it to its own devices how many of those seeds came up. 
probably about 10% of those seeds that hit the ground, uh, well, all of them hit the ground, 10% will come up in new sagos. Okay. Uh, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> all right, then just harvest them out and so, throw them away. So okay don't I, let the neighbor dogs so, get to them, okay? Yeah, so so it's okay if I go in there and just chop all that out. Well, right? I don't like the word chop. I like the word cutting in this situation. Yeah, okay. I mean, chopping out, <laughs> you could damage the tree badly. Yeah, yeah. Or the sago badly. Okay, Brandy, right? thank you. Have a you good day. bet. And Edward in Pearland is up next. Edward, good morning. Good morning, Randy. How you doing? I'm good. How can we help you? Yeah, I have a grapefruit tree that I've had for like eight, ten years, and it gives me great grapefruits, but something keeps eating at the outside of the grapefruit, and I'm trying to find something organic or something that we could put on there so I can keep the whatever's eating it off there. Um, you can. There's a, I, I may have just mentioned one of the products, like, Every 30 days you need to be out there, not now, but when you get close to having at least golf ball size grapefruit and then as they mature. So when they're golf ball size onward every 30 days, you can spray this down with an all seasons horticultural oil and keep the what probably is it's a type of, you know, fly or gnat that is, you know, poking holes in that outer skin of the grapefruit and making it unsightly, never affecting the inside fruit, but making the outside look abnormal. Yeah, it, it, the inside tastes great. It don't get in, it's right. just on the outside. So it's, it's like it. an organic way of doing this every 30 days. Um, I'm going to go get the actual name, but they're mineral oil-based now as opposed to horticultural oil, so we can use them during the growing season as opposed to horticultural oils that had to be used during the dormant season, and we are anything but in being dormant season anymore. Okay. Give me a second. Just keep listening. Uh, We're going to go take a break. Um, I'm going to go pull something out of one of my files. I want to get the exact name of this, and I'm going to give you a breakdown of what the active ingredients are. And it's a great way to kind of be a preventative against certain insects. It's also a great organic way nowadays to control things like scale and mealy bugs when you don't want to use an insecticide. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. I appreciate that. Okay, so give me a couple of minutes. Obviously, we're going to go to break. I'm going to go pull up the file and get the information for you. All right. Appreciate it, and have a good day. Thank you. Appreciate that. And that gives us a chance to take the break and give you a chance, the rest of you, to call in right now. So we have an open line or two for you. at 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. 212-KTRH is 212-5874. We're in the area code of 713, and we'll be right back. Trade that busy schedule for Randy's schedule. Then you have more time for your drinking schedule. <laughs> I love Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Callum, tell everybody, that was just a natural. It just stopped on its own. That little recorded ad, it just dumped out on its own. A couple of things to talk about. I'm going to go through at the top of next hour. I'll carry you through February 22nd on things having to do with the book, special events where we'll be sitting down doing book signings. And then I'll remind everybody that the book will be distributed starting January 27th through the 30th. So 
we'll have about 90% of the world covered in that week, the world being Southeast Texas. If you can think of a place that probably needs to carry the book, but maybe they're not, uh, they may not be part of an advertising campaign. You can always email me. Just go to the website, ktrh.com. While I'm on the air, just click on the uh, that information that sends emails, and you can fill me in. You can always ask there, too. You know, you know I may not get, we don't sit around on email 24-7, especially while we're on the air. <laughs> we want you to call in. We don't, want, we don't want people to become, you know, I don't want to call it addicted, but just so complacent about not calling a show like this we don't just sit around doing 24 7 emails so if you need an answer to your question it's best that you call in at 713-212-KTRH 713-212-5874 sure we get the community on facebook can help answer a lot of questions but as i discovered some of these people in the community don't know what the bleep they're talking about like the organic landscaper that told the guy with the dyed mulch to just cover it with a thin layer of cedar. <laughs> it just kills me. All right. So with all that said, pay attention. We're going to keep talking about a lot of stuff having to do with the book next hour. Um, what was I going to bring up real quick? No, that was it. We have time. We definitely have time to get in at least one question here. We're going to do that. Paulette and Alvin is up next. Paulette, good morning. Good morning. My Indian hawthorn and my Mexican heather are in the same flower bed. The Mexican heather is not thriving. It's not but going it to right like, now. But it, it really hasn't ever done as well as I, I've had Mexican heather before, and I don't know. It just hasn't really ever. What has to, if I trimmed it back and put has to grow on it, would that help? Yes, as long as you have a decent soil. Uh, well, we live in Alvin. You know, we don't have decent soil. But did you build I, the beds, or did they plant, or you plant these in the existing soil? Oh, my goodness. I have to think about that. We've had them a couple of years. I think we did put some good soil down there with that, Randy. You think? I think we did. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we did. Okay, right. I'm going to go from think to pretty sure. <laughs> Uh, I'm not liking either of those answers because okay. I don't know what kind of soil you use. Here's here's the problem. If you don't purposely build specific beds for those two type of plants, they're eventually going to fail on you. Right? And I'm talking about yeah. a good 10-inch raised bed, not, oh, let's scratch in this cute little bag of soil into this area and let's hope for the best. That's not how it works here. And so I would need okay. to know what type of soil you used. And if you used potting soil or you used soil from a big box store, you've used the wrong kind of soil, period. So that's why nothing, you know, things aren't working right. If you really want Mexican heather to survive, we build beds. We lock them in with stone. We make sure that bed's going to be around for several years. All right? Just scratching in a soil doesn't accomplish it for Mexican heather. Mexican heather is a very easy plant to grow as long as you're putting it in a rose soil in a significantly raised bed of rose soil. Okay. So um, I think I understand. I, I've had Mexican heather on and off for years, and this is the first time I've had problems with it. And you're right, it probably is the soil. So, so uh, I'll put let's, some, I'll let's put redo the soil. bed. Whew, okay. A lot of work. Okay. 
and and I can just go to Stanton's and get some rose soil and yes. put it in. And then uh, and then should I also do the has to grow? You can you can do that if you want to on its own. I can't promise that that's going to make it thrive any better. But once you redo yeah. beds, if you've listened to this program for any length of time, we use has to grow as a transplant solution. We dip the entire root ball in a in a bucket, five gallon bucket of one ounce per gallon of water of has to grow. And then we get that in right. the ground. We make sure it's a raised bed, rather. And then we're going to cover it with mulch. And then we're going to come back and follow up with feeding that with the has to go leftover has to grow watered in really well. And then we can use has to grow as a foliar feed for the next couple of months when watering. And and, and what about mulch around the? Um, I, we had mulch around it and. Um, no, it wasn't black. It was kind of a cedar color, a blonde color. Yes, that's cedar or cypress mold. That's fine. I would make the change to, when we're trying to improve soil area, if you don't rebuild the beds, let's reincorporate rose soil and let's cover with compost as a mulch this year. Welcome back. This is The Garden Line. I am Randy Lemon. That is Callum Reed. Um, I know a lot of you are calling in right now, and I'm going to get to uh, a couple of messages. We're going to get to a couple of calls. And then at about 8.15, well, when we get done with the 8.15 break, we're going to talk to uh, Trent Crow with Real Simple Energy. This is a, a new client of Garden Lines. This is a new partner of Garden Lines, and uh, I love what they do. I'm doing it with them, and I want you guys to be aware of how you can benefit from having lower energy bills forever. And you don't have to go out shopping for it, but we'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, several things I need to talk about. Here's the quick list of upcoming book signings for the new book, A New, Ca- new Decade Gardening, A Gulf Coast Guide. Obviously, the Sugarland Home and Garden Show, that's the coming out party. That's Saturday the 25th and Sunday the 26th. Saturday, I'll be there all day because we're broadcasting from there. Sunday, I will be there as soon as we get off the air, and we're just doing a book signing. I will have special deals going on. Like if you buy two books because you know someone near you, neighbor, friend, family member that needs this help, needs this book as well. See, by buying two, I'm going to lower the price on the overall. So it's $15 each. If you buy two, it's $25. But if you buy two for the $25, I will also throw in a couple of products, whether it's this all-seasons oil, and here we are. I, I wanted to get this, make sure I gave you the right name. Bonides is All Seasons Horticultural Spray Oil. It is 98% mineral oil. That's excellent. No one else has that kind of percentage, all right, in these mineral oils. This is what we can use to keep the ciliad insects from damaging the outer skin of citrus on a consistent basis. Every 30 days is all you need, consistent basis, once we're in this serious growing season. That was one use. Plus, things like scale on sago palms. 
You want to do it horticulturally, it's going to be with things like All Seasons as opposed to Malathion. Malathion's great. It works, but it smells bad, and a lot of people can't handle the smell, and they don't want to do it with a chemical. So we have the All Seasons. After the uh, Sugarland Home and Garden Show, we've got uh, February 1st. I will be at the Arbor Gate, weather permitting. This is because it's an outdoor type event. Weather permitting. Our friend Angela Chandler is going to be doing a class on getting started in vegetable gardens. This is awesome. So you'll want to be there for that class. Then when the class is over, step on over, and we're going to be doing a book signing at the Arbor Gate. Or if you can't get there until 11 o'clock, fine. We're going to be doing a book signing for three hours after that. February 8th, I'll be at Wild Stallion Winery. They'll be doing a wine tasting and uh, great music. They'll have food and everything, but... We're going to be doing a book signing at Wild Stallion Winery. More details on that as we get closer. Then, With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. February 22nd, all right, is going to be Wild Birds Unlimited on Memorial. We also have um, February 29th is Montgomery County Home and Garden Show. Uh, right, Montgomery County Home and Garden Show. All right, so let's do this. Just I want to make sure I get my buddy Trent enough time to help educate everybody on real simple energy. Let's get a couple of calls in here, and then we will get right back to Trent on the back side of that. So, by the way, the Arborgate book signing, February 1st. That's a Saturday. Also have that class with Angela Chandler. If you don't know where the Arborgate is, go to Arborgate, A-R-B-O-R, Arborgate.com, Arborgate.com. They're on FM 2920, a mile and a half west of 249. A mile and a half west of 249 on FM 2920. Also, every Ace Hardware store that's part of the Greater Houston Ace Retailer Group, go check that out online right now at acehardwaretexas.com. Every site that's on that map by January 30th will have a box of books. Right? This is good news. Some of them will sell out quickly. Those that will have the reorder card will reorder, and they'll get reordered within 24 to 48 hours, resupplied. But at least everybody will have one box to sell at every Ace Hardware store, which is really cool because you're going to need to get all the products on the fertilization schedule. So might as well get the book to back you up on all that as well. AceHardwareTexas.com. www.AceHardwareTexas.com. All right, let's sneak in a couple of calls, especially those holding on from last hour. Gary and Waller, what's up? Yeah, um, I know we're talking about plants, but I've got gopher issues. Um I've been trying all kinds of ways to eradicate them. Have you tried a gopher uh, gasser yet? Uh, I use the, um, yeah, they're kind of like a stick of dynamite. You no, I, I need to know if you've tried a gopher gasser yet. No, sir. Okay, that's what you need. If you got a feed store up in Waller that you trust, ask them to ha- get one. If they haven't, don't have it in stock, order one. But get the gopher gasser. Tromp down all the hole, all the mounds you can find. Go out there about three hours later, see if you can find an active mound again, and let's inject okay. the gopher gasser in there. Okay, is that the is the gasser what goes on the back of your exhaust pipe? If I've got you right, or is it uh, what actually is it? 
it is uh, it's a gas that's a heavier than air gas that will go into the hole. You inject it into the hole, and it basically suffocates down deep in the soil the gopher that's in there. Okay, I will certainly look into that. Yeah, I've got probably about. 30 hills, it's about on four acres, so uh, they're really good. If you see, after tromping them all down, you see more than one pop up within the three, four hours, then you're going to gas as many of those hills as you see. Excellent. Okay. All right. uh, That's how I used to do it until I got cats that basically take care of the moles in their baby stage, and they bring them to the back door. Here is Jeff in Westbury. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, yeah, I'm up here uh, digging. Every time I hear that jingle, I tell you, I'm digging and dancing with Randy in the morning. <laughs> I know that jingle. But, you have but a question, anyway, sir? Uh, was, uh, yeah. One of the, I get to, yeah, and four is poinsettias. Yeah, I got some poinsettias, and I want to know the life expectancy on those, and I've repotted them. And so well, if you follow, there's a uh, schedule you can follow. We actually have it online. It's called the Holiday Poinsettia Schedule. You could Google search Holiday Poinsettia Schedule, and it tells you when to prune it back, when to pot it up, um, we're coming up on one of those days, uh, right around Valentine's Day, but I don't have that schedule in front of me, but I'd surely like you to go look it up. It'll tell you when to repot, it'll tell you when to prune, and yes, you can keep poinsettias for a long time. I know a lot of people that will plant them outside and do their best to cover them if we get a potential freeze between now and March 1st, and then uh, then they'll do the photoperiodic conditioning of it to get it back to its color by thanksgiving and christmas of next year but definitely poinsettias are worth because they're euphorbias they're definitely worth trying to keep alive for a while your biggest concern right now is making sure gets plenty of light plenty of moisture gets repotted up into a healthy potting soil the drainage has got to be critical and you got to make sure it doesn't get frozen between now and uh say march 1st and i I can't tell you whether that's possible or not. In just a minute, we'll be back with our buddy Trent from Real Simple Energy. I want him to help fill in the gaps on some things that I'm going to start explaining to you and see whether or not you guys can um, sign up with them like I have because I want you to experience the savings that I will be experiencing because it's pretty significant when it comes to making sure you're getting the cheapest rates possible on electricity. That's all coming up in just a moment. 713-212-KTRH. You can fill in the open lines. But uh, for those people like Dale and Willis, Stephen and Manville, hang tight. When we get done with uh, Trent and talking about Real Simple Energy, we'll get back to our Garden Line calls. Garden Line, where it's perfectly okay to get caught in beds with your neighbor's husband or your neighbor's wife. You know, garden beds, community gardening, it's a wonderful thing. How appropriate are we playing this song coming back? Because when it comes to electric bills, wouldn't you rather be happy than sad? <laughs> I want to bring in uh, our buddy Trent Crow with Real Simple Energy. He's the founder of Real Simple Energy, but Trent's also a lemonhead, correct? That's true. Trent uh, followed when Trent lived in a house, as opposed to where he lives now. He followed the schedule precisely and benefited from it. And we love that about you, Trent. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I found myself at fertilizer stores asking detailed questions that I never imagined I would be asking, all thanks to your schedule. But you know what? I had the prettiest lawn on the block. All right. So you decided to found Real Simple Energy, and that's the website. Right? Everybody write this down right now, realsimpleenergy.com. This is what I love about it. 
I remember when all these companies came along saying, look, uh, go with us. We'll give you the lowest rate. Or there were these like search for the lowest rate yourself. And I hated the idea of having to change that every year. You've taken that totally out of my hands in a wonderful way, right? Exactly. Never have to think about it again. And you are always paying the cheapest rate based on your specific usage. Okay, yep. so it's $9 a month. But if you're saving $1,000 or more a year on your energy bills, it's just way more than paid for itself. And even the average person, it's roughly around $550 a year. It's way more than paid for itself. Exactly. And you saved a ton of time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not investing my time into searching for the lowest energy rate. Exactly. We do all that for you on the back end. We, have, uh, we crunch a ton of data so you don't have to. And, uh, and we know, based on your specific usage, exactly how much you'll save. Um, it's, it's kind of a no-brainer. I love it because it's truly automated energy savings. Is that a good way of saying it? Yep, I would say that. Um, one thing that's real important to point out to your listeners is, is we're 100% independent and unbiased. So we're not an electricity company. We're an agent, and we're your advocate. And so we only make money from our customers. We do not get paid by anybody else. So we have every incentive in the world to make sure that our customers save the most money possible. So a um, homeowner's always you know, looking to make improvements. I love this idea. You're going to go out there and you're constantly looking for the lowest rate. I don't have to. And all I'm doing is paying you $9 a month to do this. And yet if I'm saving, like I know somebody with a big house that might have like 7,000 square feet, you can save as much as $3,000 a year for someone like that. Totally. We see it all the time. So um, I told everybody the website. Is there any other way to get a hold of you? Just, just is, is that simple? Go to realsimpleenergy.com. Really that simple? It's true. Yep. So realsimpleenergy.com. Hopefully that site answers all your questions. If not, there's a phone number you can call. Um, if you're wondering, if you go through our completely free search engine, which takes less than a minute, if you're wondering, you know, okay, they're telling me how much the savings will be, but what are my actual savings going to be? And we have a great feature where, uh, where you can submit your current bill, and we will get back to you shortly with the, an exact savings, uh, an exact report on how much money you will save by signing up with us. All right. That, um, I, I love that. Because to check. I filled it out. I couldn't. Uh, this is a funny. I'll tell you the whole story on another day. But once I, I re redid my computer screen, I did it in less than five minutes for sure. I got everything going. And the potential savings I've got, I'm just excited about. So, and I'm very confident in uh, Trent and Paul, uh, the folks who are running Real Simple Energy to do this savings for me. So I'm excited. I can't believe how excited I am. And I don't have to do the math on this anymore. That, that's right. Yeah. And also, if your listeners are feel like they're in a contract, I don't know, I have to wait till my contract expires. I will tell you that about 99% of the time, uh, it makes sense to pay the money to break the contract you're in and get on a lower rate and usually recoup those savings within six months. Um, and then you don't have to think about it again. And we take over. And so now, um, let's on the I'm very excited to partner with you guys. Let me ask you this. There are some areas that y'all y'all can't work as i don't even know if i'm saying that right but there are some areas of southeast texas where this won't able to be applied right it's true yep um you have to be in a deregulated area so if you're 
If your energy bill comes from Intergy, for instance, we're not going to be able to help you because that's a regulated area. You don't have choice in those areas. But if if your electricity bill comes from one of the big companies, um, you know, and you're served by Centerpoint, um, then or Encore, maybe another one, then then uh, then we can help you. All right. But if you're also if you're stuck in a contract that you're not happy about, you want you want them to send you their current bill, right? Absolutely. Yeah, there's a big green button at the top right of our website called Compare My Bill, and um, and we will get back to you shortly with with an exact report of how much you'll save. All free, no commitment. What what I love about this, you mentioned it, I don't mean to gloss over it, but real quickly, you are 100% independent. This is unbiased. No service is paying you to do this. The customer is paying you to do all the work for them. That's exactly right. Yeah, we're not paid by anybody else. And so, um, you know, I would also encourage your users to check out our online reviews. Our online reviews are incredible on Google and Facebook. And, um, you know, we're every day we're proving it to customers. We have incredible customer loyalty, um, uh, you know, because we're scanning every available electricity plan out there. We do all the math. We calculate what you would pay on every single one. It, it, it's on our completely free search engine. You can do it yourself in less than a second when it does the calculations. And um, and that's the one we're going to put you with so you save the most money. Now, I'm going to say and, this because um, I know my audience a little bit. Mm-hmm. There are some people out there that are not Internet capable. Is there a toll-free number they can call? Yes, they can call 877-789-5350. All right, very cool. Trent, Trent Crow with Real Simple Energy. Longtime Lemonhead schedule follower, <laughs> and now uh, Randy Lemon gets to endorse your company, which I'm very proud and very happy to do, and I can't wait for my listeners to take advantage of this great deal. Thank you so much. We're, we're happy to partner with you. Thank you so much. You bet. I will talk to you soon, I'm sure, if not, Paul. And you guys have a great weekend. Guys, it's that simple. Go to the website, realsimpleenergy.com. If you are not Internet capable, go to 877 877- Seven eight nine five three five zero eight seven 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 eight nine five three five zero because I don't know uh, I'm, I'm Nikki's coming in here in just a second but I remember it got I got all excited about going and finding uh, lower energy rates when it became deregulated and then I just basically started blowing it off because it came a pain in the butt I first of all I'm not good at math. <laughs> Second of all, it just became like everybody's rates fluctuated so much. Now they're doing all this work for you. You don't have to. RealSimpleEnergy.com. Thank you, Trent. Thank you, Paul. We will talk to them again soon down the line, maybe when we get close to the SciFair Home and Garden Show. I hope they can make it out there for you guys at that as well. Here comes Nikki in the news. Hey, why don't you make like a tree and not leave? Keep listening to Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Good morning, everyone. It's the Garden Line. I've gotten a couple of responses on the Peking Duck already. Mm-hmm. Let me, I'm seeing if anybody else needs permission to send in pictures real quick. 
Even if you get an automatic, by the way, if you've gotten an automatic response, it tells you how to send in pictures. But in all cases, you still have to call in to have the pictures pulled up. Uh, And then uh, real quick on Gwyneth's, or Jeanette? Jeanette's. Where to purchase the book. It's not available yet on the retail market. Right? It will be available starting January 27th through the 30th, depending on where you live. The first people that have access to the book, it's been done like this on purpose, it, the coming out party, is the Sugarland Home and Garden Show. Tomorrow, we will be giving away tickets to the Sugarland Home and Garden Show. The parking is free there. It's at the uh, Stafford Center at Cash and Murphy Road. I will get you in for free. You don't have to pay for parking, but I'm going to encourage you in many ways to come get a copy of the book or more than one so that you can get some of the special goodies that we have to go along with. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In most cases, you're getting $45 worth of product, two books and a product. So those three things are about $45 to $50 in retail value for just $25 if you'll get the two. If you just want to buy one, it's $15. It always has been. Something like that until we start running out and then we start selling them for cheaper, but that won't be for three years. 713. Oh, by the way, thank you for all the emails in the middle of the week. Help me out with this, Callum. I don't want to like overstate something, but thank you for all the emails in the middle of the week for anybody that wanted to know whether or not um, what's going on in our corporation with the layoffs. Is Randy Lemon still on the air? Yes, <laughs> obviously I am. I, I don't know of any... Issues coming up for Gardenline. We're successful here in Houston. My general manager, my program director, they get me. I get them. Uh, We have a great relationship. I don't see these massive layoffs in iHeartMedia affecting uh, Gardenline because we booked so many clients for the next year, and we've got all these events coming up for the next year. So obviously I'm I'm good for at least another year. (laughs) I'm <laughs> good for at least another year. The, the layoffs are not affecting us. So my apologies to my friends and colleagues that uh, have been displaced for the last week and seeing all the news about this, but Garden Line is good for now. Garden Line is darn good for now. Dale and Willis up next. Thanks for hanging in there while we did our interview. I appreciate that. Good morning, Randy. I inherited some uh, seeds from my father. They've been in a in a Tupperware bowl in the garage, and some of them are two and three years old. Are they worth trying to use this Absolutely. year? Absolutely. Oh, oh, I mean, nothing yeah. ventured, nothing gained. You've heard that phrase before, right, Dale? Well, that's true, but I didn't want to plant them, and then I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And well, you'll know. You'll know within a couple of weeks if you do the right <laughs> planting medium and um, and if you make sure you get the right light on them and – the moisture stays consistent. You'll know within two to three weeks. This is not having to wait for month after month. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Uh, Randy, I got some Mexican heather that all froze back. Should I cut that back now? or If wait it's brown and you want, yeah. this is a tough question to answer right now on a lot of cases. Roses, crepe myrtles, lantanas, all these kind of things. The worst thing that can happen if we cut back the brown on all these plants right now and then we get a freeze within the next 30 days, that may kill those freshly pruned plants, which is why we try to wait till February 14th, 15th, Valentine's Day, and have a better gauge on any... See, by then, I'll know whether we've got a freeze heading our way at the end of February. So if you could just wait, I'm waiting on a lot of prune back. We are moving up a lot of things in our schedule this year. A lot of protocols are being moved up because of this warmer than normal January. The first one, we you know basically went to detail on the most recent email tip about pre-emergent herbicide. Go ahead, get busy with that right now. We will almost assuredly move the early green up. I like uh, early February to mid-February for the early green up per our fertilization schedule. I'm going to be telling everybody to do that next weekend, I'm almost certain. I have to watch the weather. Everything looks good through January, uh, January, yeah, January 25th, 26th. Uh, I looked through a couple of forecasts that got me to January 30th, and nothing looks like it's going to be freezing all the way through January 30th. That's good news, and there's some things we can do, but when it comes to pruning things back that I fear a freeze killing because the fresh cut will be an open straw to all that cold weather, then I'm still going to hold off until mid-February. That'd be roses. That'd be like yours, Mexican Heather. For me, I have a lot of lantana that really needs to be cut back. I mean, I am just like chomping at the bit to get busy with that, but I'm holding off for a little while. Let's go to Stephen in Manville up next. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, good morning. Uh, I just started the organic schedule this year, and um, I was reading over your tip sheet, and I'm trying to find the cornmeal. The only thing I could find was the microgrow granular. For the pre-emergent herbicide, is that something that, or is there well, something Well, microgrow granular is not a pre-emergent herbicide in any way, shape, or form. It's just a biological for the soil. It's good. Doesn't mean you shouldn't use well, it. Um, well, it just has the, the cornmeal, and I don't know of anything else that does, so. There are lots of uh, corn gluten meal out there. Let me tell you this. Uh, if you're new to listening to Garden Line for a long time in detail, if you want to do the organic schedule, I am perfectly fine, and you should be perfectly fine, too, with using regular pre-emergent herbicides along with the organic feeding. It does not, like, do anything bad to the soil. Uh, People that want to go organic, their whole mindset should be about, let's improve the soil. The more and more we improve the soil, the more better everything gets. The root systems, whether it's trees, shrubs, lawns in this case, the better, healthier the soil, the better, the healthier the root system, the more robust the growth pattern. Putting out a pre-emergent herbicide, a synthetic pre-emergent herbicide, is not affecting the biologicals in the soil in a negative way at all. Okay. Now, having said that, you'll probably do this now that when you get off the phone with me, go out and get that regular pre-emergent herbicide. Corn gluten meal doesn't work in our clay soils around here. It just doesn't. I put the organic schedule together for people who are manic organics and need to know this, but there is no empirical data whatsoever not even from the people who originated corn gluten meal right up in iowa there is no empirical data that shows that it is a equivalent to a synthetic pre-emergent herbicide okay 
because what it really is is a nine zero zero and eight zero zero. So it's supposed to make the lawn work, grow better to crowd out the weed seeds and not let them germinate in a thick, robust growing lawn. If you don't have a thick, robust growing lawn right now, putting out corn gluten meal is not going to make those weeds not come up. Right. Okay. It works in other regions of the U.S. a lot better than it works down here along the Gulf Coast. Plain and simple. Okay. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you for. But having said that, there are, I believe, um, I believe like Fertiloma High Yield has a corn gluten meal that's pretty easy to. I'll do a little bit of research for you at the top of the hour and and come back and remind you. Let me write this down. Uh, So with Stephen, in. Manville, all right. And I, you're in Manville. Go visit uh, uh, Stanton's over in Alvin, okay? Okay. And see what they have and give it a try. I'd love for you to give it a try, whatever corn gluten meal they have. And then I want you to report back to me, um, you know, no later than uh, April 1st. And if you think it worked or not in your region, I think you'll probably call me and admit, yep, you know what, Randy? I saw no significant reduction in the weed seeds germinating. Okay. Would you do that for me? Outside research project for Garden Line, Stephen in Manville. (laughs) And tell hi to my friends over at Stanton's, and they'll have the book too in about two weeks. So, anybody, if you want to know where to get it, it's the people we have connections with. That's for darn sure. Oh, let's take a break. News, not news, weather and traffic, just a break. 713-212-KTRH is the number, 713-212-5874. Get in on those couple of open lines right now. Randy Lemon, never burying the truth and always digging up more garden secrets. (laughs) How clever, so clever, digging Okay, so real quick, I know Soil Mender has a corn gluten meal. I know Nature's Creation, I'm pretty darn sure, has a corn gluten meal. But whenever you're really wanting to try corn gluten meal, you've got to get to the nurseries and garden centers and feed stores that have a bend towards organics, like Buchanan's over in the Heights. Buchanan's, I know, will have some corn gluten meal if you live in the heart of Houston. And you always want to go to Buchanan'sPlants.com once a week to check out what's new. Shade Blooming Perennials. You want... I love shade gardening. I personally love shade gardening, right? And I want flowering plants. It doesn't have to just be green ferns to do shade gardening. They've got more shade-blooming plants out there and on sale right now. Things like Ligularia, Fire Spike, Sweet Olive Shrubs. Oh, gosh, those smell so good. Check out Buchanan'sPlants.com or get to 611 East 11th Street in the Heights. Also, they've got citrus. You want the right fruit trees for this area, especially the citrus. If you live in the inner loop area, you want to get the type of citrus and the type of fruit trees they have at Buchanan's. 611 East 11th Street in the Heights, online, Buchanan'sPlants.com. Karen, Katie, good morning. Good morning, Randy. What's up? I have about two questions, a couple of questions. My husband and I both had surgery last summer, and for whatever reason, grubs, fungus, whatever, we didn't pay attention to the backyard, and we lost it. So we are doing kill, till, fill, and sod. We have killed. We have pulled up all of the dead grass and the dead weeds. Haven't tilled yet. Well, that's the till part. It really is. 
when you rake out, and that's what I would have you do, is just get out there with steel tine rakes and just scratch through all that dirt. Make sure you get every root system of every weed and grass through there. In that instance, you have tilled it up. Okay. It, it's dead. I don't know that we've gotten every... You should. Uh, if you're going to lay new grass there, you the should. Bermuda out because the Bermuda had really deep roots. We had Bermuda and sod. It had some really deep Well, then roots. that's where you use if a I little could, tiny tiller, one of those little miniature tillers to just tear up the soil. Or do I need a soil ripper? No, you just need a tiller, and that, that'll get all the dead roots up to the surface, and then you scratch those out. Can I rent a tiller? You sure can. Tiller? Uh, maybe yeah. I should do that. Just rent a little okay. tiller and get the smallest tiller possible for grass purposes. Okay. When I was... Pulling up everything, I found six big, fat, white grubs. Like in one area or six mm-hmm. over the entire yard? Oh, well, it's the entire yard. And okay, we don't worry about that. That's, so that's not enough to kill off a yard. But when, if you want to, like, really get rid of those grubs, uh-huh. it wouldn't hurt you to just, like, do a, a granular insecticide down in that soil before we plant the new grass. It's kind of a proactive response to any grubs that might still be there. But six over an entire yard ain't nothing to worry about. Okay. I know I saw some in the the front yard as as well when I was pulling. I would need to see about 10 in a square foot area to be alarmed. I see. Okay. Okay, that's great. So I'm going to put the soil activator down a couple of times. After you lay the sod, that's when you do the soil activator. Okay. After sod. All right, good, because I was going to do that today. What else can I do for the dirt? Bring in the fill part. The the fill fill part part after you've tilled everything out. That fill part is very important, whether we need to add compost or an enriched topsoil to the area and get that tilled together. Mm -hmm. That's the next best step. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Um, Yeah, we have a bed of knockout roses, and they're pretty healthy. Um, but I have one solid mushroom head that keeps coming up in the same spot. What Don't do worry do about, about that? that. That's actually a good sign more than anything. But if you'll, like, oh. treat with compost as a mulch this year on your rose beds, it's going to help mm-hmm. the roses, and it'll help eventually kind of suffocate that fungal spore that keeps moving forth from wherever it is down in the soil. Okay. And feed them. Okay. Feed them this year, Uh, every 30 to 45 days. Don't just feed them a couple of times a year. Roses, in general, and even shrub roses, are heavy feeders. In the month-to-month checklist of the book coming out, that's mentioned three or four times. A reminder, they're heavy feeders. Feed them.
Good morning. Welcome back. Welcome in. I can't believe we're down to our final hour already this morning. So we're going to do a lot of calls coming up. I do have a few messages coming up. I also want to get out. One is I just got a big thumbs up from Dean Nelson and Nelson Plant Food. I talked to him. We have each other's cell phone numbers. And I was like, Dean, you know, remember those boxes of the Color Star samples that you gave me a year ago? And then we started handing out at events. I love those things. They're little one-pound bags of Nelson Color Star. It's a great way for you to get tested. And we never just give one to anybody. We always give like three or four. So you, two, three, or four, just so you can have a lot of it. I asked for permission to come on out to him this coming week so I can pick up boxes of that. So there may be some of that given out at the Sugarland Home and Garden Show. For sure, I'll have it at some of these book signings coming up in the month of February. But thank you, Dean Nelson, Nelson Plant Food, Home of Color Star, the original, the the one that started it all, slow-release blooming plant food fertilizer out there. So thank you, Dean. Can't wait to do that. You guys want to check it out? You see where I'm going? I want to say it's Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday afternoon. I'm going to be driving out there. Uh, going to go to Belleville, Texas, and go to the corporate headquarters of Nelson Plant Food. If you've heard the stories, we've had Dean on. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On this program, to kind of tell them the story, the backstory of Nelson Plant Food. It's cool. Love it. I appreciate it. Very proud of them. Proud of their whole family. Uh, Those Aggies sticking together (laughs) in that instance. So NelsonPlantFood.com. Go check out that website. Go see all the different foods they make because you're going to need those specific foods as we go through the rest of the year. What did I just talk about the tail end with the last caller about the roses? They are heavy feeders. How about a rose food that is designed for the Gulf Coast? That's Nelson's Plant Food. It's their Nutristar for roses. So when you see Nutristar... You know that's Nelson Plant Food. When you see Color Star, you know that's Nelson Plant Food. Also, I'm going to be finding several of these clients of ours. I say clients, you know, uh, advertising partners of Gardenline have also partnered with us on the book. They We put an ad, a one-page color, full-color ad for companies in the book. Nelson Plant Food is a good example. Uh, also did Ladybug. And so our friends... At New Earth, which is a San Antonio-based company, that's a big thing. But they have these side companies that make really good 100% organic soils, compost, and uh, mulches, things like that. Well, Ladybug is coming back. We were very big fans of Lady, especially Vortex potting soil, because it was the original peat-free potting soil. Um, I've actually learned a lot. I, I need to kind of remind people, I'm, and I will get off this I will call it soapbox, never use peat. There are, and we've talked about this, there are some soils out there that have a little bit of peat in them. I'm okay with that. There are some potting soils that have peat in it, but it's the highest quality. That quality of the peat makes a huge difference for me, but it's the ones you get at big box stores, the ones you get at mass merchandisers that are heavy on the peat. You know that's poor quality, and you should never use that outdoor landscaping at all. 
But the neat thing is, like Ladybug, they have Hill Country Garden soil. It's peat-free, but it's also got a ton of other things in there that is designed for building beds here in Texas where we don't have healthy soil to begin with. So you got these three products coming online very soon, if not already. First, go to ladybugbrand.com and see what I'm talking about. Ladybugbrand.com. Yes, they're back. You have the Vortex Potting Soil, peat-free potting mix. You have the Hill Country Garden Soil, great rose soil for us to use and build beds with. And Revitalizer Compost. See, their Revitalizer Compost is one of the originals by the bag that we recommended a long time ago, and I'm happy to say it's back as well. Ladybugbrand.com. That's ladybugbrand.com. Also, and I'll tell you a little bit more on this in a little bit. I'm going to get to the calls, but uh, our friends at Andy Sprinklers, they're going to, I know he's getting a box of books because he's running an ad. So there's going to be, I don't know, his next 50 customers once the book's available. When he gets done with a job and it came from GardenLine, those customers are getting a free copy of my book. How cool is that? Jake and Victoria, get us started this hour. What's up? Yeah, uh, we bought a house uh, in uh, about Thanksgiving, and there's three rose plants in the back. Um, they're probably seven, eight feet tall. I don't know when or how far down. Well, since you're in Victoria, I'm okay if you really want to go out and prune those today. And really, well, when it's not raining, um, I normally wait till mid-February. Valentine's Day is the best time to start pruning roses, but with the warmer than normal January, the more south we are, the more we can move that date up. So anytime between now and February 1st, I'm okay with you pruning those roses back by a third. Oh, okay. Okay, and what we said at the tail the end of last part. hour, the very start of this hour when talking about Nelson plant food, all roses, all roses are heavy feeders. You're going to want to feed them on an every 30 to 45-day basis once you do the first pruning. Even even this time of year? If you do the pruning, okay, hear me out on this. What our rose protocol usually called for when we do the pruning around Valentine's Day normally, whether it's shrub rose or hybrid tea or floribunda, we prune it, we feed it. And then we feed it every All 30 right. days going forward. So once you prune it, then feed it. Okay, great. Make sense? Thank you. You bet. Scott and Katie. Morning, Scott. Morning, Randy. Hey, so last at the end of the summer, early fall, we started seeing signs of boxwood root rot. Root rot and I learned a lot listening to the show. Um, we ended up treating it with infuse, and it stopped the spread. And so we've got holes now in our our hedge-like setup of the boxwoods so we pull them out the roots have a lot of white mold on the bottom for the ones that yeah that's dry. called phytophthora what what so do i have to do anything special to get the soil ready if i, I would um i would but i wouldn't plant right away either i'd let it rest in there for 30 days i'd go out and get captan c-a-p-t-a-n captan okay that is a powder yeah. you mix with water, and we're going to saturate the soils. Okay. Should I replace some? You some should of the definitely soil? bring in some new section. rose soil for this. Okay. Where the holes were. Treat, and replace, you then plant. That. Thirty days later. Okay. You mentioned on an earlier show that there's a life expectancy on boxwoods. What What is that? Did I? <laughs> 
I don't remember saying that directly, but you can't expect boxwoods to last in a landscape. Let me, ref- I'm going to say it a different way, okay? It's not just that there's a life expectancy. When you don't prepare the soil properly in any of these situations and you put in an evergreen shrub like a boxwood who's so susceptible to these diseases, whether it be cotton root rot or phytophthora, which are both treated the exact same way, then you're going to start losing shrubs. It, it happens across the board when you don't have the healthiest bed to start with. Okay. So when you lose them, replace them. I've always said once you get a landscape's 20 years old or older, it's time to redo it. Don't keep thinking that that landscape's going to last for 100 years. It's not. Yeah, we're, we're, we're at the 12-year point, and it's starting to look like it, so that's probably not did a bad Did you idea. do the build, bed building 12 years ago, or did the builder? The builder. So Yeah, it, yeah it you need to start over on most of this, or at least do what we've talked about in your replacement division, and you're improving the soil a plant at a time. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Quick break. We'll be right back. 713-212-KTRH. Grab the one open line we have right now, 713 Eight seven four. So let me give you the detail on Andy's real quick because I thought that was kind of appropriate. Look, Andy's sprinkler and drainage is just that. They will take care of all your sprinkler and drainage needs. Everybody needs a checkup going into this spring on their sprinkler system. Let them come on out. They're going to give you the best pricing. They're going to give you a Randy Lemon deal. Uh, Bill's just like a brother to me. He takes really good care of the Garden Line audience. And if you need more information on Andy Sprinkler, you go to sprinklerdrainage.com. That's the website, sprinklerdrainage.com. And then it says select your location. Well, duh, we want Houston, right? The phone number, set up your appointment, schedule your appointment right now is 713-898-7055. That's 713-898-7055. Get your overall checkup done. Get those things fixed and replaced as much as you need it, and they will take really good care of you. And if drainage is the issue, after the rains we've been experiencing lately, if you're handling or up against a serious drainage problem, let them take care of that for you. No matter what this drainage, what the sprinkler need, they will take care of the Garden Line audience. It's Andy's, 713-898-7055, and come around February 1st. Uh, as long as he wants to keep doing it, those customers, while he's still got uh, books on hand, hopefully he'll just take them in his truck with him. And those of you who call from Garden Line, he'll hand you a copy of the book, uh, New Decade Gardening. And it, it's kind of cool because you'll be able to see his ad in there. And I'm just leaning in, y'all. His ad is cool. I mean, it's really well done. It's very colorful. I mean, everybody's is a great looking ad, but I was really impressed with Andy's ad in the new book, New Decade Gardening. 713-898-7055 or sprinkler drainage.com click on houston vines pines and phone lines garden line with randy lemon callum and i are making each other very hungry right now we've been talking about our favorite chinese dishes because i'm going to take callum to thank you okay i don't have the name in front of me somebody mentioned Best Peking Duck in Houston, Bamboo House over on Westheimer. That's really close to the radio station, dude. So when I don't have to go somewhere after I get off the air, which may be late February, you I'm going to wait around until you get off your ship, and then I'll take you over to Bamboo House, and we're going to have some Peking Duck. Sounds like a date. Sounds like a date. <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of dates, I do have a date with Warren Southern Gardens next week. Can't wait to learn everything that's new going on. But don't wait for me to meet with them before you go on out there on a day like today. They'll have all the things we need to get started early from pre-emergent herbicide to the early green up to anything you need for your lawn and landscape. Plus, it's just an amazing nursery. They are staffed, well-staffed. You do not have to worry about going in and not finding anybody to help you with questions. This is an independent nursery, mom-and-pop operated, owned Great place. Warren's Southern Gardens, 1675 North Park, one big old Texas mile east of 59, online, warrenssoutherngardens.com. Can't wait to meet with them, get an update on everything new that's going on, and I'll pass that along to you next weekend when we're at the Sugarland Home and Garden Show, but get to Warren's whenever you can. Anne in Willis, up next. Good morning. Good morning. Um, two questions. One is my Anna apple tree obviously is starting to try to bloom. This would be its third summer. Should I let it set its blooms this year, or should I continue to pick it Depends them on the shape that's in. If you think you can let it go and that we're not going to get any freezes, that's your running that bet out. But if it looks like we may have to get freeze, then I would be prepared to prune that sometime immediately right after that freeze because you're in Willis, so you may get it well before even somebody in the heart of Houston. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's it's in. It, the I mean, normally line, end of February is our pruning time for the apple. Right, and that's why it's like okay. I know it's warm weather; it's budding out, and I've been picking the buds off. But say we get past that, and and it buds out. Is this the third year? Is it okay? To I'm th- it I'm sh- I'm good to leave it alone right now. But if we do get a freeze, we're gonna have to make a prune happen after that. Yeah. If you but think it needs pruning it? for the year going in then let's just wait till mid-February, even though we're going to prune off a lot of buds, but that pruning will encourage a lot of new growth, and that new growth will get its normal schedule of buds. Okay, so but this year would be okay to make apples? I think so. Okay, because, I mean, I, I, I waited two years, summers, so that it gets good root system. I didn't want to I'm good with apples. you leaving it alone right now without even the benefit of looking at it, but I would love to see what it looks like right now, too. Yeah, well, right now, I mean, I just was out there this week picking off flowers, and so just keeping it, the flowers picked. I I still would do a light pruning, probably. Listen, next weekend, I'm going to green light a lot of pruning. I just got to get to the 25th, 26th. I got to get to the end of the month before we give everybody that green light, okay? Oh, I'm right with you. I'm I'm itching to get out there, and it's like I'm... But I don't want to do it until I can look forward two weeks into february and i can't do that just yet yeah i, I understand okay good Second we're on the same page is, then yes I'm, I'm trying to just hold it back um, <laughs> i'm trying to just hold it back uh we got to move on here's hector in spring hector good morning you're on the air good morning randy um i guess i'm a backdoor hurt question i got some trees i was wondering when can i get up there and trim them what trees I have uh, three live oaks in the front yard. Okay, that can be done yesterday. That can be done yesterday. right now. All right. I got um, a red maple and two pecan. That can be done. Everything but the pecan can be done right now. Pecan, we probably need to wait until we get to February anyway. February, right. I got a sycamore, and it's still shedding its leaves. Okay, well, you can prune that now, too. All right. And uh, my last question would be, uh, I, when can I spray them for with the dormant oil? Um, if they're showing any signs of growing new leaves, don't do it. 
Otherwise, okay, yesterday. So, <laughs> what about, um, okay, so just the, the red maple and the pecans have no leaves on them right now. Then those are the ones we're going to hit. Okay. All right, then. Thank you. You bet. Carolyn and Waller up next. Carolyn, good morning. Good morning, Randy. Um, we've got six acres that we bought, and it was, it's been uh, almost a year. In March, it'll be a year. And um, we cleared the front part, which is like an acre. And then uh, the back part is pasture for the horses, and it's got some kind of grass in it, but I don't know what kind, and it's not grown right now, of course. And um, it's not one that we okay. absolutely love. And in case of time, and, because we are coming up against the news okay. break, what specifically is your question for me? Well, we threw some ryegrass out in the front, but when and and what kind of grass should we be putting out in the front? Because the rye is going to die off, and then the back— You can't do anything uh, other than rye right now. And right. If you want to do grass seeds, you have to wait till maybe April 1st to get Bermuda down. Okay. Those are our only two grasses we can really do by seed. You can't do zoysia and you can't do St. Augustine by seed. So if you're going to want to do seed on acreage, and I'm okay with that, then do a follow-up rye grass for, you know, some kind of green between now and April 1st. And then April 1st, if the weather is permitting, then we're going to do the Bermuda seeding. The Bermuda seeding time is April through about June. Okay. Okay. Great. And, um, but I've got some trees on there too, that, um, we kept that we like, and then, but part, part of the lower branches got burned a little bit. Um, are you they can prune back, those right now. Okay. Just like clean up pruning like after a singe like that. Okay. Clean up pruning okay. if they're not fruit trees. Uh, no, they're not. They're okay. like Oak. There do the cleaning up right now. Okay. All right. Well, all right. that's all I had. Good deal. Boom, right on time. We're going to take a break for news, weather, and traffic. You know what's something I said, but keep this in mind when you call in tomorrow. Uh, when you call Callum first at 713-212-KTRH, just give him a quick hit on what you want to talk to me in detail about. That was a perfect example of something like that. He, she would just say, I just have a grass question. That's all you need to know. But then you can kind of give me the history unless we're up against the clock like we just were. But glad we got to the point of that question. I think she's going to be in good shape. This is The Garden Line on News Radio 740 KTRH. Weeds, seeds, and funky beads that he wears on his wrist. Yes, it's an in thing now, I guess. Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Um, I want to publicly thank our friends at The Ground Up for always being so helpful and educating me. Uh, I, there are several new products on the market. I can't wait to talk about this spring and summer and fall for you guys. It started with our Friday profile this past week. Uh, bales of pine needles that people need as alternatives for dyed mulch out there, and but neat and clean and cost-effective. So if you know where uh, the Ground Up sells their products by the bag, they'll have, they and these places will have access to these pine straw bales. And I love it. Just great. Thank you for teaching me about that. And I can't wait to introduce some of the other products. Of course, they've got the compost. they got more compost than anybody nowadays. Uh, they've got the right mulch. Uh, they're seasoned, shredded hardwood mulch. Love it. Can't get enough of that. And, uh, of course, when it comes to soil, they've got uh, my veggie and herb soil. They've got some others out there uh, for different uses, but everything they make is top notch. It's top of the line now. What they've transformed in the last 10 to 12 years from has just been nothing short of amazing. So tip of the hat to you, Luis, Mark, 
all the all the staff over there y'all did a great job of educating all those nursery owners and hardware store owners and feed store owners uh at the luncheon this past week uh you want to check it out for yourself go to thegroundup.com plus their three bulk locations which are open on saturdays two of their bulk locations are open during the week one is not open during the week to the public but all three of them are open on saturdays and you can get those pine bales uh at all three but you need to know where those locations that are are so go to thegroundup.com. Here is Greg in Westbury. Good morning, Greg. Morning, Randy. Hey, um, so I had followed your schedule to a T last year, and even did some um, aeration, a couple other things, azomite. And this uh, this winter, I've actually gotten even worse weeds than I got last year, and some pretty bad brown patch as well. Is there anything I should do this year? to change that or well we we're telling everybody to get their pre-emergent out now okay we're gonna er, do the early green up a couple weeks ahead of time i'll give everybody the green light on that more than likely next weekend i just need to get to the 25th 26th to be able to look further into february um post-emergent herbicide can be done right now can anytime you see those weeds pop up especially when we can use the cool season herbicides they're so targeted on the broadleaf weeds that are up if you've got poana then you, and you did the pre-emergent herbicide at the right time, November 1st, this past November, uh, and you still are dealing with a lot of poana, the grassy weed, you can blame Mother Nature. Mother Nature has been very evil to us in terms of pre-emergent schedules for the last couple of years. When we get the heavy rains, when we get the flood rains, everything, those pre-emergent herbicide applications are worthless. And we end up getting Poana. The good news about Poana, it'll go away the minute it gets 80 degrees and higher. Okay, that that, that pretty much answers my question. I mean, I I'm, I'm not saying you are this, but you're giving me the cause to bring this up. Uh, because I see it, and I know I'm kind of reading between the lines on these emails, but I, and I love, by the way, thank you for putting it the way you did. It was kind of nice and calm and respectful, but these emails, I followed your schedule for the last year, and I'm covered up with weeds. And it's like, well... The schedule also has to have a little bit of help from Mother Nature. The schedule did not bring you all those weeds. Uh, a lot of people say, I try to follow the schedule. They don't stay true to it. They miss pre-emergent herbicides all the time when they say they're trying to do the schedule. So it's, it is staying true to the schedule and listening to us when we move up things in the schedule because of the weather. We don't, it doesn't happen every year, but this year we are moving things up uh, in a big way. But the other part of it is like, Okay, you might have weeds, but they're really easy to take care of. The clover, the henbit, the chick, those broadleaf weeds that are up in mass quantities right now, they're really easy to kill. So for those people to get so upset that their yard is covered in weeds, don't just blame the schedule. Blame Mother Nature, but be proactive and get out there and take care of them right away. Sure, and my, my yard still looks better than all my neighbors, so that's good. <laughs> right, that's the greatest way to close that comment out. I love that, man. I'm still, I'm better than everybody else. Yeah, uh, I've spent the last two Fridays killing weeds. I've killed the poana. See, I, I can't use pre-emergent herbicide where I live. It's just too much. You know, it's way too expensive. So when I see the weeds, I control them. It's no big deal. I'm I Two Fridays ago, we did a lot. I say we. I have a guy who works with me on Fridays at my property. And so me and Gus did a lot two Fridays ago. This Friday, we did very little. But it's just those that didn't really get hit from a week ago. So if you just give yourself a little bit of time out there for weed control purposes, it's so easy to do in a post-emergent herbicide world. 
and that's what we're in right now. Dennis and Katie, we have been loaded with Katie calls and strangely Waller calls today. Another Katie call. Dennis, good morning. Good morning to you and Gigum. Howdy. Um, hey, Randy, can you walk me through the fundamentals of working with uh, either lily or tulip bulbs and uh, those plants beginning to grow to digging the bulbs back up, just top line? All right. Well, tulips should have been in the ground by now. Now, oh. If you haven't put them in the ground, I don't think it's worth it at this stage of the game. Tulips have to be chilled to a certain number of days, hours, whatever. Uh, and we people that really want to do bulbs the right way, I've always recommended, I know you're not going to like to hear this, but you wait until October when we have the big Bulb Mart, Bulb Festival here in Houston. And everybody that is bulb savvy, tulip savvy, you can get the best information, all kinds of schedules on planning, when to plant certain bulbs. Tulip, I mean, sorry, lilies of all kinds, you can plant them right now because we don't, our ground doesn't freeze. So we can get any uh, lily bulbs planted immediately. Just make sure you have the right soil. That kind of raised bed soil that we do our landscapes in are even better for all kinds of bulbs. But I would not worry about, you'll see tulips for sale all over the place. I wouldn't. You're just not going to be happy with the results. It's going to get too warm for them too quick. They should have been planted in a staggered uh, schedule back in into November all the way through December. And, you know, plant a, uh, a stash one week, plant a stash another week. So we have staggered blooming and it doesn't just all come out in one week. And we'll have a good four weeks of tulip bulbs coming out ASAP. The weather is going to make those that were planted properly in December come out very, very soon if they're not already up. Okay, and it's Randy. As far as digging them up, I think these are. The reason I ask is my wife bought a bunch of bulbs, and I think they're lilies. You can't so save tulips, up, but you can save lilies. But lilies don't have to be stored over winter. I don't know unless you want to dig them up and move them. Did I miss that? Uh, I haven't planted them yet. Okay, then let's get them planted. Lilies gets planted. Irises get planted right now. If you have tulip bulbs that you've just purchased. I don't know if you can go take them back. I would, um, that November, December is our time to plant them. That's why October is such a great month to learn about those that need to be refrigerated for six to eight weeks. That's why we buy them then and then keep them in some kind of refrigeration until it is, uh, truly time to plant them in December. And all that makes sense. Okay. Thank you very much. And October is also the time to move existing bulbs. Keep okay. that in mind, too. Okay. Well, thank you. I hope that helps. Yes, sir. 713. It's like people trying to do blue bonnet seeds right now, too. You missed that opportunity. October, November, September, October, November was the best time to get those seeds in the ground, germinating and ready to pop. If you try to plant blue bonnet seeds right now, it's what a complete and utter waste of money. All right, one more time. Here's the phone number because this is our last segment coming up. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Okay, man, you want to dance? The Garden Line Garden Party, where we bust out the sprinkler, lawnmower, and the cabbage patch.
Hey, quick note before we get to our last couple of calls this morning. By the way, if you're on hold, no guarantee we're going to be able to get to everybody, but we'll try to. If you want to be first in line tomorrow, remember the phone number. Can't get in right now, but the phone number first thing tomorrow morning, because we'll do it from 6 to 10 again, is 713-212-KTRH. I don't know, Callum, do you remember this when... um, You got to meet Billy Brown and his uh, sister Mary from Aqueduct Plumbing Company. How sincere were they that they want to be the ones? They're they're the owners, but they're there taking the calls all the time. Oh, yeah. There was that. That was just so sincere and loved having them in the studio during the holiday period. But I want you guys to talk to them directly. 90% of the time when you call the number for Aqueduct Plumbing and you've got any plumbing issue that needs to be taken care of, 90% of the time you're talking to Billy or Mary, the owners, all right? They're going to give you free estimates, fair quotes, honest pricing. You know the story. It's kind of like, you know, the reputation of used car dealers 40 years ago. Uh, There's so many plumbing companies out there that will just, they'll give you a price that makes it sound so great until they get out there. And then it's extra add-on after extra add-on after extra add-on. That's the business model of the national and regional plumbing companies. It's it's unscrupulous at best. It's just dishonest. You're going to get fair quotes, honest pricing, no extra add-ons when you work with Aqueduct Plumbing Company. And like they said, like Mary and Billy said, it's their privilege to take your phone call. 281-488-6238. 281-488-6238. So when you call them, remember, they're always at your disposal. Ah, get it? I ah, love it. 281-488-6238 or aqueductplumbingcompany.com. You need more info? A-Q-U-E, Aqueduct Plumbing Company. Com. Let's get as many calls in as we can until we run out of time. We start with Michael and Magnolia. Morning, Michael. Good morning, Randy. Listen, my question is about Medina soil activator and clay soil. Does it work? Well, I mean, just putting Medina soil activator on clay soil, yes, but it will take a great deal of time. What are okay. we trying to do? What are we trying to change? Well, I just moved into a house, and the, the, the soil in the backyard is just solid clay. I walked around the other day, and it was damp. Is and this for just the lawn? Are we talking about? For the lawn, yeah. Okay. Aeration, compost yeah, top but... dressing. Okay. Then soil activator once a month after that. Aeration, okay. compost top dressing, then soil activator. Okay, that was that's kind of what I thought, but I wanted to make sure with you. Okay, that okay. works for me. And if you have, I, I, I'm a firm believer in one, no, I do not own stock in the company. They don't sell stock. They're <laughs> privately owned and operated. Um, what's the other thing too? Uh, I'm not a partner in the business, um, with Medina. I truly believe you should stock up on soil activator and like a Medina plus, which is soil activator with added seaweed extract whenever you can, because you're going to always find like you just did, Michael, but you're going to find little pockets of hardened soil here and there. And that is where you saturate week in and week out with the soil activator where you have an entire lawn right now. Uh, it's a little cost ineffective to just do Medina. So the aeration compost top dressing gets you three quarters of the way there. Then you start adding the, the soil activator. And a year from okay. now, you're going to have the richest soil around. Great. All right. Thank you very much. That all makes sense? Yes, it does. Thank you. Uh, you got it. Here is Dan in Oak Forest up next. Morning, Dan. Yeah, good morning. Uh, so is now a good time to put leaves around the trunk of trees for cold weather? Is that a good idea? It's it, You can do it if you want that weather. as your mulch. I don't believe we have to worry about cold weather protection around the base of a tree. This is southeast Texas. Our freezes do not freeze the soil. 
even in the historical times that I've been doing this garden line program for the nearly 10 years I did Texas A&M's agricultural communication. The last time I remember our soil getting so cold that it kind of damaged things from the soil was 1989. 1989 and that was a really tough one that went all the way down to south texas so uh, i don't worry about root protection around the base of trees other than typical mulches typical compost but please do not build them too high we don't want to be caught doing mulch volcanoes um i'm going to talk to thomas until the music gets in and runs out so thomas you're on the air go for it until we run out of time hey good morning randy uh i've got a citrus tree that uh, has uh, kind of gotten out of control. It's, it's, it's grown to a point where, you know, I have to be climbing and getting those uh, tatsumas down. And I want to get to the point where I, I need to get control of it again. Uh, number one, when is the best time to prune the tree? And number two, uh, uh, up to what point can I prune the tree? Okay, two, two things. One, I want you to make sure you're listening next weekend. All right? Okay. Make sure you get our weekly email tips. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. I'm I'm more than likely going to give people like you the green light in about a week. I just can't do it yet. I have to get to uh, January 25th, 26th to look forward into February. February is our normal time for pruning these citrus trees. And then the second part of your question is when I do give you that green light, you can take as much as a third away and you want to clean it up. And we're going to do links on our email tips and in Facebook to kind of give you places to go visit that you can learn how to prune correctly. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.